Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Lilith's Stopwatch Part 2 by Tinker Toymaker Chapter 4 Weighing options I stare at the sexy pair offering to take me home, presumably to have more sex. In this timeless world I can mull things over and after a while I come to the conclusion that I definitely want to play with them more, just not right now. I want to wait until Jessica has recovered and I don't have to worry about hurting her swollen, overly sensitive, pussy. Let's all exchange contact info and hook up later once you're both recovered and ready for anything. I tell their motionless figures. I figure that should cover it. Probably. Before I restart time I grope and play with their breasts a bit more. They're right there and it's difficult to resist having more fun. I don't know if I'm just getting used to being able to do that or if Lilith's gift is influencing me. Probably both. Whatever the reason, I love being able to play with them. It's hard to say for sure since the lines between familiarity and magical influence are seriously blurring with my breast fetish and voyeuristic slash exhibitionist kinks. No wonder the sexy succubus thought I was a perfect person to use her stopwatch. Restarting time I'm treated to the sight of Jessica bringing her hands to her chest and moaning while Megan shakes and moans loudly through another orgasm. I didn't play with her breast for that long this time so she must be really sensitive right now. Seeing her orgasm again sparks my imagination. Playing with people with time stopped and then watching them come is incredibly erotic and something I could have a lot of fun with. Once they both recover they look at me expectantly, waiting for me to answer their earlier question. I would love to come over and have fun but how about we do it another time? They both look slightly disappointed. Oh I want to, but it might be best if we wait until after Jessica recovers a bit. I'd want all of us to be ready for anything. Jessica blushes slightly and touches the front of her skirt. I am a little sore so maybe that's a good idea. She pulls out her phone. Let's all give each other our numbers and emails. We can let you know when we're ready for whatever you give us. She seems very excited about that prospect. Grinning broadly I exchange info with them. After we finish that I have a fun idea and stop time again. For the next two minutes you will answer my questions truthfully and calmly and not remember doing it. I'm not sure if this will work but it's worth a shot. I start time and both women suddenly seem extremely calm and relaxed. They stand there and stare at me like they're waiting for me to do something. It's a mix of freaky, thrilling, and arousing. What's your sexual orientation? And are you single? I ask. Bisexual and yes, I'm single. Comes the calm reply from both of them. Those the answers I was hoping for. Have you ever been sexual with each other? Yes. Both respond and Megan adds. We were in a foursome with our boyfriends at the time. A few times after that we kissed each other but nothing more. Do you want to have sex with each other again? I'm partially turned on but partially just curious. Yes. Both responses are emphatic. My cock is straining in my pants again at the thought of them naked and playing with each other. Especially with me joining in and playing with them too. I don't really have any other questions lined up so I wait until the two minutes are up. They suddenly get excitement back in their faces again and they seem to not remember telling me any of that. It's weird and Lilith's stopwatch seems even more powerful than I initially thought. And I haven't even figured out what the other button does.
I stop time again. A great way to help a sore pussy recover is gentle kisses and licks. Megan, offer to help Jessica with her sore pussy. Anything sexual you do with each other isn't weird and will help strengthen your relationship. On a roll I add, you'll become fuck buddies and maybe more. I almost start time again but add an addendum. You'll talk freely about anything sexual around me and including me in sex is normal and desirable. That ought to set me and them up for long-term fun. I start time again. Megan looks at Jessica. So, your cute little pussy is sore? The taller blonde nods with a bit more of a blush. Well, you know what the best way to help a sore pussy recover is. Jessica nods with a blush. Want me to help with that? You could come over to my place if you want. I just got that studio apartment so I don't have roommates. It has a nice big shower too. We could get you cleaned up and I could help soothe your pussy while we watch Netflix or something. Jessica nods eagerly while I comment. Wow, you sound like a great friend, maybe more. I can't help but grin broadly. I kind of wish I would be there too, but I should let you recover and enjoy each other's company. Both of them thanked me with a kiss before getting in Megan's car and driving off with a wave. I almost went with them, but I figure they are going to enjoy a fun Saturday evening together. Or probably the whole weekend. I can go have other fun and maybe join them later. I go back inside to my room that still smells strongly of sex, and I'm betting I do too. I take a quick but thorough shower before changing into a pair of plain shorts and a nicer t-shirt. Brady is almost conspicuous in his absence, basically hiding in his room instead of being loud and annoying like he usually was. I grab my usual phone, wallet, and keys. Now most importantly I make sure I still have Lilith's stopwatch, but it's magically in my pocket already. All I need to do now is figure out where to have fun and which fantasy I should fulfill first. There are a lot of options and I'm having a hard time deciding what to start with. This isn't something I've ever really given thought to because it's so far outside the realm of normal possibility. Now, it's like a buffet with too many great options. I don't know what I should do and I still have lingering doubts about whether or not I should even be doing these things. My growling stomach chooses for me. I realize that after work I didn't eat before sleeping for who knows how long. Probably ten hours or more since I felt fully rested. Then I had tons of sex, had a small snack, and played in driveway. I haven't had a proper meal for a long while, maybe almost a day at this point. I don't really want to cook so I head out into the warm summer evening here in Denver. I turn up the busy street and start walking. Half a mile away is a shopping center with some fast food places. That will be good for dinner. I'm contemplating what to eat and what I can afford to splurge on with my meager hourly wage job when I have an epiphany. With the stopwatch I could probably eat anywhere I want. I don't have to make do with whatever I can barely afford. But now where do I go? Standing on the sidewalk a couple blocks from my house I watch traffic fly by. I don't have a car but maybe I could hitch a ride. An idea comes to me that's kind of wacky but I want to see if it would work. I stop time and go out to the couple cars in front of me and try to open the doors. They're all locked so I go back to the sidewalk to start time for a few seconds. I stop time and try again. It takes a few tries but I finally get an unlocked car door. It's a spotless new white luxury SUV, which is a surprise since I thought the new expensive cars all automatically locked the doors when you started driving. I'm not going to complain. I was more focused on checking the cars I didn't notice the occupant. Sadly the only person in here is a middle-aged guy in the driver's seat. He's dressed up like he's heading for a date, and it's clear he's financially well off. So somebody I have few qualms about taking some free stuff from and possibly messing with him. I climb into the passenger seat and buckle up. 
Before I start time again I need to think about what to tell him. I don't want him freaking out and crashing the car. You won't be surprised I'm in your car. You'll calmly and politely take me wherever I want. I almost start time again but add. You'll answer questions honestly and nothing I say will bother you. You'll forget about me once I leave the car. That might be going a bit far but I don't want any long-term issues. Hoping that's good enough I start time again. He glances over. Wow, I forgot I was giving you a ride. Where you going, bucko? He asks like he's known me for a long time. I'm not sure yet. Answering honestly. Where are you going? Meeting a date at Cherry Creek. Ah, he's going to the fancy mall with all the high-end shops and restaurants nearby. It should be a fun place to go with better food than I'm used to. Okay, I'll go there too. He nods politely and keeps driving. I look around at the luxury interior. How much cash do you have on you and what's it for? I'm thinking he might have a few bucks on him to help me pay for food. About six hundred dollars. It's just the rest of this week's spending cash. He says. I almost choke. That's just part of his spending cash for the week. Yeah, losing that would be a minor inconvenience for him, while that's more than I make in a week. I sit in silence thinking about possible things I could do right now. In the end I don't really think of anything else to do. I'm sure I could be more creative but right now I'm mainly thinking about food and sex. He's going to help me pay for my food so that's set. And I'm about as straight as you can get so I have no interest in him that way. After about a half hour of driving he finds a spot in the parking garage by the organic grocer and the main street of shops and restaurants instead of parking by the mall across the street. I've been to the mall with friends a couple of times but only ever driven by the street. I'm a little nervous but also excited about trying out the stopwatch here. Speaking of that, I stop time again. Give me $500 cash and then forget you did. Instead, you'll think you already spent it on something else. Starting time again, he casually opens his wallet and hands me a small stack of cash. I add it to the $12 I already had in my wallet before opening the door and stepping out of the car. I now have more money on me than I've ever had at one time. I walk a few cars away and wait for him to get out as well. I pretend to look at my phone and almost bump into him to see if he remembers me. I get a curt. Watch where you're going. Oops, I'm sorry. I got distracted. I apologize. Yeah, you should be sorry. Now get off your phone and get out of my way. He demands rudely. Well, he doesn't seem to remember me, which is good. With his reaction, I don't feel bad about taking some of his spending cash. I step aside and he mutters something rude at me as he walks by. He sounds like just the kind of entitled asshole who makes life difficult for us at the big box store I work at. Shaking my head I walk away from him since it's almost impossible to confront people like that. I always wish I could do something to jerks like that but it's never worth the risk. Suddenly I stop in my tracks. I can do something to jerks like that. Stopping time I jog over to him. I can't really think of something clever so I settle for the juvenile option of yanking his pants down, exposing his tidy witties. Hiding between cars I start time again. He takes a step without realizing what happened before yelling out in shock. He quickly pulls his pants back up and looks around in embarrassment. Seeing nobody he smooths out his clothes and walks on. I'm tempted to do more but I'm really hungry. It does give me ideas for playing with sexy women though. I go into the first restaurant I see, which happens to be an Italian place. The very attractive hostess leads me an open seat at the bar. She's in a little black dress that is very flattering on her toned, slim figure. She's showing a tasteful but sexy amount of her smallish bust. It's interesting that I'm definitely getting aroused by her but it's just at a level of minor distraction 
at least for now. It's nothing like the overwhelming lustful frenzy I was in earlier. Pondering over that I look at the menu and order the most expensive lasagna I've ever had along with water and an iced tea. I don't really drink anyways and with the stopwatch who knows where I would do tipsy, much less drunk. Looking around I notice several attractive women who are definitely stirring my arousal but it's relatively minor for now. I wonder what the difference is as I wait for my food. I start imagining what I could do with the stopwatch here in a public place. Pantsing the guy earlier makes me think that something like that could be very entertaining in here too, but with some of the women instead. My arousal rises slightly thinking about exposing some of the sexy women in here. I'm tempted to get up and have fun but my food arrives quickly. I dig into the absolute best lasagna, the best Italian food I've ever tasted. Nobody in my smallish family is a great cook and we've never had a lot of money to eat out at expensive places. I'm sure this probably isn't exactly what Lilith thought her stopwatch would be used for but it's definitely a huge perk. Thinking about Lilith makes me think about how insanely sexy she is. Her body, her voice, her attitude, even her smell seemed sexually intoxicating. Everything about her turned me on immensely. Just being around her made my lust skyrocket. That's it. The previous times I'd basically lost control were after seeing the succubus. I'm guessing just being around her amped up my arousal to ridiculous levels. That's probably why I'm able to keep myself mostly in check right now. I can feel my arousal slowly building, especially when I notice sexy women, but it's manageable. There are several very attractive women here and having fun is getting a little more tempting though. It's like I have a fuse that burns at variable speed depending on circumstances. It's definitely something I'll have to pay attention to. Finishing my food quickly I order tiramisu and a latte for dessert. While I'm waiting there's a minor commotion at a nearby table. A beautiful woman in her mid-twenties is complaining and making a fuss about something. I didn't quite make everything out but she is berating the waiter for something about how he should have known something. Even if she does have a valid complaint, which I'd bet is questionable, there's no need to abuse someone like that. Feeling the desire to help out a fellow service industry worker I stop time and walk the few steps to her table after telling the staff at the bar to hold my seat. Getting closer I see she's gorgeous, at least physically, with a stereotypically beautiful face with high cheekbones and long flowing brown hair. A sleeveless maroon dress hugs her figure with a deep v-neck showing off a fair bit of cleavage. She stopped mid-rant with one hand pointing at the waiter and the other hand pointing at her food. She's clearly displeased with something on her plate. I go back to me seat and pay attention to her as I restart time. Know how you'd call this penne basilica? Her rant continues. I know what penne basilica is and this is not it. What kind of Italian place doesn't know that? Take it back and have them make it the right way. She demands angrily. While physically beautiful she is definitely not a nice person. At her table are two other similarly beautiful women wearing similar style dresses. A woman with long blonde hair and a blue dress is looking on with a smile and I can hear her mutter something like, You tell him. Her mean-spirited tone is at odds with her girl next door, former cheerleader kind of look. The other woman, another beauty with short jet black hair framing a somewhat angular face, is looking down at her table in clear embarrassment. They all look to be about the same age. I stop time again to think about what to do. It's clear that Lilith, as a succubus, made this stopwatch to enable lots of sex for some unknown reason. I'm assuming it benefits her somehow? Maybe? Probably? I but there's no reason I can't take down entitled jerks at the same time. I can make my fellow service workers' lives a little easier or nicer too. Frowning I realize this might be at odds with my earlier resolution to always make things pleasurable for others when I'm doing something sexual. 
and with time stopped and me eyeing up the beauties I can feel my arousal building faster. If I want to do something with me under more control I should figure it out sooner rather than later. Staring at this beautiful but mean-spirited woman I have an epiphany. I can absolutely take down entitled jerks and pleasure them while doing it. Grinning I take the woman's hand pointing at her food and push it down until her fingers are dipped in the pale green sauce covering her pasta. Doing something like this is kind of a wishful fantasy of nearly every service worker I know. Sitting back in my chair I start time again. She yelps and quickly pulls her now messy fingers from her food. He diatribe is cut short as she stares in disbelief at her messy fingers. Ugh! How did that happen? Everybody else barely has time to react when I stop time again. I take her fork and dab some sauce on her exposed cleavage, trying to make it look like she spilled some on herself. Sitting back down I start time again. She looks slightly confused as she grabs her napkin and wipes off her fingers. The waiter looks confused too but also a little relieved that her anger was diffused. Interestingly her blonde friend is still snickering but this time at the dribble of sauce on her exposed skin. Seems like the blonde is just going to let her friend have sauce on her and just laugh. The black-haired woman notices the sauce too. She leans forward hesitantly. Um, Lauren, you have a little sauce on you. She subtly points to Lauren's chest. The brunette looks down and makes a noise of disgust at her slightly messy chest. The blonde laughs and points, calling attention to it. Lauren glares at the blonde. Thanks, Samantha, she says coldly as the blonde snickers more. How long were you going to wait to tell me? Still laughing, Samantha shrugs. I dunno. Probably before it hit your dress. Kate here spoiled the fun though. She says like she's blaming the dark-haired woman for doing something wrong. Poor Kate just looks even more embarrassed as Lauren brings her napkin up to carefully clean her chest. Pressing the button again I stop everyone. Now that I'm not maddeningly aroused like I was during previous stopwatch experiences I more fully appreciate the fun I can have with stopping and starting time quickly like this. I get flashes of ideas to try later. For now I go back to the brunette, Lauren and pull her hand away from her lovely chest. She got most of the sauce off, but I figure I can get the rest. Kneeling next to her, I lean over to kiss and lick her cleavage. The remnants of sauce clearly have pesto in them, so I mainly taste that as I gently give her smooth, soft flesh some attention. I don't want to go overboard, at least not yet, so I stop myself after maybe half a minute. Repositioning her back how she was, I sit back down and restart time. Lauren clutches her napkin to her chest, and moans slightly as the licks and kisses seem to hit her all at once. What? She trails off, not understanding the sudden flush of pleasure. Samantha looks confused but almost gleeful, while Kate seems concerned. The waiter is just confused and wary, probably expecting another outburst. I wait until Lauren pulls her napkin away from her chest, looking down to make sure she cleaned everything, before stopping time again. I figure I can do a little more this time. Slipping her dress and bra strap off her left shoulder I pull them both down to reveal her firm breast with light brown areola and nipple. I cup her breast in my hand and gently squeeze it. She's a nice size, maybe a C cup, and feels great. Holding my hand under her breast to support it I lean down to give it more oral attention. Her nipple is already somewhat hard but it firms up the last bit as I swirl my tongue around the little nub. I suck on her a long moment before standing up, fixing her clothes, and stepping back. When time starts again she moans more. Dropping her napkin she clutches her left breast with noticeably heavier breathing. There are more confused and concerned looks as Lauren holds her other hand up. I'm fine. Just felt a little off there. She's a little flustered and her anger is mostly derailed. Stopping time again I give her right breast some attention.
I love breasts, and I enjoy caressing and squeezing her smooth flesh before kissing and licking this nipple to hardness too. I finish by giving it a tiny little nibble before standing up. My arousal is definitely going up and it takes a little more mental effort to get her clothes back into place instead of playing with her more right now. Back to my unobtrusive position at the bar I start time. Ooh. Mmm. Lauren quietly moans as she grabs her breast with her free hand. After a brief moment of pleasure, she realizes where she is and blushes. Kate seems even more concerned while Samantha laughs and points at her friend even more. Stopping time again, I decide that Samantha could be taken down a peg or two as well. She has a similar sleeveless dress on, this one in royal blue. I slide her dress and bra straps down to reveal both beautiful breasts. They're about a C cup too, but a little more firm and perky with pink areola and nipples. Kneeling next to her, I cup a breast and lower my mouth to kiss and lick her. I love feeling the soft weight of her flesh in my hand and the taste and feeling of licking her firm little nipple. Firm nipple? She's already turned on by what she's seeing. I kiss and lick and caress her wonderful breasts a bit longer than planned before covering them up again. Standing back, I start time again. Oh, fury! Samantha's exclamation turns into a low moan as she clutches a breast with one hand while the other goes under the table. Kate looks even more concerned at the new development as Samantha tries to control herself. Lauren recovers enough to give her blonde friend a spiteful glare. Who's laughing now, bitch? Wow, they really aren't nice even to each other. Once Samantha seems to have mostly recovered I stop time again. Time to play even more. I quickly pull both of their chairs back from the table before sliding their dresses and bras down to expose their beautiful chests. I'm not careful about playing too much now. I want them both to orgasm when I restart time. I grab both of Lauren's breasts firmly and give them a shake before kneeling next to her. I kiss and lick and suck on her delectable breasts while gently kneading them. I make sure to lick all over but give extra attention to her brown nipples. Her areola raise slightly with goosebumps so I make sure to lick all around her nipples too. After a while I switch over to Samantha and her lovely chest. The women are about the same size, but hers are slightly perkier but slightly less full with pink nipples. Beautiful in a different way. I give her similar attentions but find myself changing technique and focus slightly. It's almost like I can tell how she likes being played with. Or maybe how to set off her erogenous zones more. Whatever the reason I give her chest a thorough licking and groping and fondling that I just know we both are enjoying. After playing with them both I realize that while they are fairly similar I understand exactly how they are different and different in wonderful ways. I know that everybody I play with will be sexy in their own right. I think about that as I lean my face against Samantha's chest and idly play with her breasts. Every new partner will be a wonderful experience. I feel a new desire to play with as many people as I can to experience as much fun sexy playtime as I can. I think I had that desire prior to getting the stopwatch, but Lilith must have ramped that up too. Looking around the frozen world with beautiful women scattered throughout the restaurant, I'm not going to complain. I focus back to the moment, and what's in hand. Namely, Samantha's breasts. I give them a good squeeze and bounce them together, loving how her flesh jiggles firmly. My hard cock twitches strongly at the sight, and it gives me the idea for how I'll get off. I hold her breasts firmly in my hands and push them together and up, high and proud on her chest, before quickly letting go like before they stay that way in the perfect position for my cock. I stand up and pull my shorts and underwear down. Pausing a moment with them awkwardly around my ankles I remove them entirely and drape them on the chair back. I even take off my shirt until I'm standing there with only socks and shoes on. 
If I'm going to do something like this I might as well be comfortable and my minor exhibitionist streak gets a thrill out of it. I straddle the motionless Samantha in her chair and after fidgeting with her a bit, sliding her forward and arching her back slightly until she's in the perfect position. I line my cock up and push the head of it in between Samantha's breasts. I seem to have a lot more precum than I used to but I barely think about it as I slowly wedge myself in between the firm mounds. The extra lubrication means I get the wonderful sensation of my shaft getting tightly squeezed until my balls are resting against her skin. With great C-cups she isn't hugely busted and the top of my shaft pokes out above her tightly pressed together breasts. Her pale mounds with their pink caps grip my shaft firmly between them. I stay they way for a long moment, savoring the feeling and the thrill of doing this in the middle of a restaurant. I pull back until just my tip is between her breasts as her smooth skin slides against me, stimulating the whole way. I push forward again, this time a little faster, shivering at the sight and feeling. I start fucking her slow but steady at first but soon I have her chair back in both hands as I piston back and forth between her completely exposed breasts. The combination of the amazing feeling and amazing sight means I don't last as long as I might have wanted. I'm not going to stop though, this feels too good for that. Soon I'm moaning and grunting as my rhythm falters. I shoot my load onto her neck and chest as well as between her breasts. Her firm flesh pressed tightly against my shaft makes my orgasm seem stronger and last longer. Eventually I pull myself from in between her breasts and take a half step back. My cum is motionless on her with her breasts still proudly in the air. I should probably clean her up before I start time. But that will be later. After deflating slightly, within a few moments my cock is hard again as I turn my attention to Lauren. She has similar sized breasts but they are a little rounder and softer with her pretty brown nipples capping them. I'm thinking about fucking them too but I want to try it in a different way. I get her in a similar position, sliding down the chair slightly with her back arched, her breasts right in front of my cock. With her, instead of just pressing her breasts together I bring her own hands up to her chest. It's weird, like posing a life-size doll, but it's extremely arousing. I position her hands so she's cupping her breasts mostly from the side, holding them up and together while keeping her nipples and areola in view. Lauren's soft breasts jiggle sexily as I get her in place before letting go of her. I place my slicked-up cock below the valley of her chest and slowly push forward. When I start pushing between them I get a great surprise. For some reason, maybe because her hands are holding them, her soft breasts move aside naturally. They move normally as if time wasn't stopped, just like when I was holding her breasts. I start fucking her in long strokes, pushing myself forward until my balls hit her chest and my cock is almost to her neck. I can feel her flesh move and jiggle against my shaft with my motions like she wasn't frozen in time. This feels amazing in a different way than tight firmness of Samantha's time-frozen bosom. I don't know which I like better. I loved how snug Samantha's breasts were but now I'm getting the weight of Lauren's breasts jiggling and bouncing against my shaft. Looking down at Lauren's brown nipples moving up and down with her bouncing breasts before looking over at Samantha's breasts still squished together and sticking up in the air I decide that I like both and I want to do both again, along with a lot of other fun things I could do. That's later though. Right now I turn my full attention back to Lauren and her amazing chest. I love the look and feel as I fuck her chest. Her breasts heave up and down in time with my thrusts, and I feel the weight of them pressing against me. Again I don't last as long as I might have wanted to but that's mainly because I'm so turned on by everything. With her bouncing breasts my shots have come end up being a little sloppy on her. Breathing heavy I step back and survey the scene. Both of the sexy but petty women still have surprise-slash-pleasured expressions and come covered chests. Part of me is tempted to start time now 
and really humiliate them, but I'm not that mean. Also the practical side of me doesn't want to leave copious amounts of evidence on them. I grab their napkins and clean them up as best I can while groping them some more. Adding more stimulation for when I restart time. And I simply want to play with them more. I get them sitting at their chairs normally again and get their clothes back on as best as I can, again with more caressing and groping. It's amazing how quickly I'm getting used to this. Once everything and everybody is back in place I almost restart time again with me still standing naked next to them. That would have been incredible awkward and possibly dangerous. I quickly get dressed and get back to my nearby seat at the bar to watch what happens. Grinning broadly I pull out the stopwatch and hit the button to restart time. Both women immediately start moaning and screaming in pleasure. Lauren grabs both breasts firmly and hunches over while Samantha shoves a hand under her dress and obviously tweaks her own nipple while her other hand goes straight to her pussy to rub herself over her dress. The whole restaurant stops and stares as they quite obviously orgasm at the table. I look around and see a wide variety of reactions from lustful looks to scandalized revulsion. I see a few people pull out phones, including the hostess up front. I'm sure some people want to record what's happening but some people are looking at the phones with angry faces. Not wanting the fun to stop I freeze time again. I speak loudly and clearly to the motionless restaurant. Nobody will call security or the authorities about these women doing anything sexual. If you don't like it, just grumble to yourself and don't watch it. Or just ignore it. If you do like it feel free to stare and take pictures and videos for your own personal use. Make sure they do not end up online. That should do it. I hope. I want this to be embarrassing but not destroy their lives. I restart time to the continued moans and screams coming from the pair. I don't know if I can affect a whole bunch of people like this. Looking around the upset looking people put their phones away and turn their backs in disgust. Even more people quickly pull their phones out to start snapping pictures and filming the pair. The hostess puts down the restaurant phone and quickly pulls out her personal cell phone while rushing over to get better shots. The pair seems oblivious to everything but the pleasure for at least half a minute. In that time Lauren pulled part of her dress down and was mauling an exposed breast with her other hand pressed between her legs under her dress. Samantha slouched down some with her dress twisted out of place. She's pulling on a nipple of an exposed breast while she spread her legs. Her arm bunching up her dress showing a few people her frantically rubbing her pussy under her panties. Lauren starts coming to her senses first and her flushed face blushes bright with embarrassment as she fumbles to quickly cover herself and sit up straight while gasping for breath. Samantha follows suit and struggles to sit up straight, not noticing her dress gapping in the front and still partially exposing her beautiful breast. Both women look mortified but I catch the appraising glances they give each other. That's interesting and potentially sexy. Their friend Kate is flushed too with her hands balled up in her lap like she's trying not to touch herself. Even more interesting. I stop time and go to their table. You will happily accept me sitting at your table and will calmly and honestly answer my questions. You'll stay seated at the table until I say you can get up. I restart time and sit down at the empty fourth chair after politely telling the waiter I'll take care of the recently angry women. He eagerly takes off after giving the women, and especially Samantha's partially exposed breast, a long look. Their faces are flushed with a combination of embarrassment and arousal with both women who just orgasmed about to get up. They both stop and look at me breathing heavily. Hello ladies, I have a few quick questions for you. I tell them. They all nod politely as they try to regain some semblance of composure. What is your sexual orientation? Bisexual. Comes the answer from all three. Great. Are you attracted to each other? I ask pointing at Lauren first. 
Lauren looks at the other women. Yes. More Samantha than Kate, but they're both pretty hot. Samantha nods and agrees, but has a slight preference for Lauren. That's very interesting. Finally, I point to Kate. Oh, definitely, yes. I've been attracted to them since I met them sophomore year of college. Really? So they went to college together. Have any of you done anything with each other? They all shake their heads no. Do you want to? Yes. I've wanted to since college, comes Kate's immediate response. But they never seemed quite interested and I value our friendships so I never pushed anything. She hesitates before adding. Um, Samantha. Your dress is... Samantha answers next after she blushes more while quickly fixing her dress. I kind of want to but it's so fun stringing Kate along I never did anything with her. Lauren and I almost hooked up after a couple parties but it never happened. Pretty much the same for me with Samantha. Lauren says. And it's so fun to get Kate all flustered and hot and bothered. I wasn't sure if I could keep doing that if we did anything so I made sure to never take it further than really teasing her. I stare at them. So you've basically been teasing Kate for what, five years or more? I ask incredulously as Kate looks down with embarrassment. About seven years. Lauren answers. Since college we get together again every couple of months to catch up and tease Kate. It's fun. I sit and think a moment. Poor Kate has been deliberately strung along and messed with by these two for seven years. And she seems like such a nice person. I make a snap decision to help her out. Are any of you in a romantic relationship? I get head shaking no all around. Kate, what are your biggest kinks? Kate blushes but answers. Voyeurism, especially anything naughty in public, is the biggest. I recently saw some erotic rope play stuff and that unexpectedly thrilled me so maybe that? Oh, and I've always wanted to try fisting someone. She seems equal parts excited and mortified as she calmly answers me. Great! I say in stop time. She has some fun kinks that could really work well together. I think carefully before speaking to them. You three are now dedicated long-term fuck buddies with Kate in charge. Lauren and Samantha, you'll do whatever sexual act Kate wants as long as it isn't harmful or a major turnoff. You will all keep meeting up at least every couple of months. More if Kate wants it, and it doesn't seriously disrupt your lives. I think that should cover things. Maybe? I have no idea if it'll work. Oh, and all three of you give me your contact info. You'll all think of me as a fun person you're ready to do anything sexual with if I ask. I pause and add. You'll be comfortable performing or talking about any sexual act around me or with me. I look at how nervous and somewhat timid Kate looks and think about how to make things even more fun and probably help her out in general. Kate, you'll be more assertive and confident in life, especially when it comes to any kind of sexual activity with Lauren and Samantha. That should help a lot. Grinning I start time again. All three women give me their contact info while eyeing each other up. Samantha and Lauren are still flustered and there are still some random people glancing at them after their very public orgasms. Once I have their information I almost stand up when Kate surprises me. Samantha? Lauren? Are you wearing panties? She asks somewhat hesitantly. I have no idea where this is going but I stay seated to find out. Both women nod in confusion. Okay, take, take them off. And, and give them to me. What? Both women exclaim. Why? Lauren adds. Um, because it would be sexy. Kate mumbles. Thinking about you two without panties in public turns me on. But somebody might see us take them off. Or handing them over. Or I might flash somebody my bear. My dress is pretty short. 
Samantha says, trying to keep quiet but attracting the attention of a group of thirty-somethings at the next table over. Kate leans forward. All of those are more reasons why I want you to do that. She lets out a little moan of desire. Do you know how sexy that sounds? Ugh, fine. Lauren says. Let me just go to the restroom. She almost stands up but looks at me. Um, can I leave the table yet? I try not to smile too much. I'll leave that for Kate to decide. Lauren and Samantha look cautiously at Kate, but her excited face answers as much as her words. Here. I. I want you to take them off and give them to me here. At the table. She starts of hesitant but finishes with a definite tone of want and desire. Lauren looks uneasy but quickly reaches under the table and removes her panties. Trying to act casual, she balls them up and hands the lacy black fabric to Kate without a lot of fuss. Lauren blushes in embarrassment, while Kate's face flushes with desire. Samantha makes the mistake of looking around furtively to see if anybody is watching, which ironically makes people notice her more and stare. Four of the five thirty-somethings at the next table notice her and watch intently with a pair of them pulling out their phones again. The last member of their party huffs and looks away. It seems my earlier pronouncement about watching or not doing anything is still in effect. Samantha looks more embarrassed but Kate is breathing heavier now, maybe because she knows there's an audience. She is going to have so much fun with the pair. Samantha starts trying to remove her panties surreptitiously but again unintentionally draws attention to what she's doing. Grinning I have another idea and stop time. Moving over to her, I crouch by Samantha's side. When you take your panties off make sure to flash Kate and the people watching at the table over there. Indicating the thirty-somethings with their phones out. I caress her breast while I say that and give her chest a firm squeeze. I briefly slip a hand under her bra to play with a nipple before taking my seat again and resuming time. Samantha moans with pleasure again, drawing more interest from some nearby people. She reaches under her dress and carefully peels her panties down to all the eager eyes staring at her. Bending over in her chair she steps out of her panties, also black lace, and as she straightens up I'm a little surprised. She's flashing a lot more than I expected. Both of her breasts are spilling out of her dress and her sexy pink nipples are completely exposed again. She spreads her legs wide while pulling the front of her short dress up to show first Kate and then the other table her smooth pink pussy glistening with liquid arousal. Kate's eyes are roaming all over Samantha's body and plenty of others are staring too. From the table over one man is obviously taking a video on his phone while the woman next to him is taking rapid fire pictures, both with rapt expressions. Blushing deeply Samantha hands Kate her panties before closing her legs and fixing her dress. I can't help but smile broadly at the spectacle and I'm really curious about what happens with this trio. So Kate, what's your plan for the evening? Kate tears her eyes away from staring at Samantha. Um, I... I hadn't thought about it. She looks back across the table at her two friends turned fuck buddies. From the look in her eyes she's clearly processing finding out how long they've deliberately teased her. I think after dinner I'll take these two back to my place and we'll have fun with each other. Her expression changes, telling all of us she's made up her mind about something. She flags down the passing waiter. Excuse me. Could you please box up our meals along with three tiramisu to go? And the check when you get a chance. Thank you. She is very polite to him, unlike her two companions, and he quickly starts taking care of things for her. I've probably done enough for them to have lots of fun but I stop time again with one last idea. Lauren and Samantha, you will do sexy things in public around Kate to arouse all of you whenever it's possible without negative consequences. And by sexy things I mean everything from teasing to flashing to groping to full-on sex and everything in between. 
That should make their lives a lot more fun and interesting and hopefully that part about avoiding negative consequences will keep them safe. Oh, and you'll everybody with respect. Especially any kind of service workers. I almost forgot that the main reason I started playing were them. Starting time, I excuse myself and head back to the bar and my waiting latte and dessert. While I start eating my tiramisu, which is amazing, I keep an eye on the trio and notice that both Samantha and Lauren are taking the last thing I said to heart. They are both doing things to sexually tease Kate. Pushing their breasts up slightly, leaning over, and even adjusting a dress to briefly expose a nipple. When she stands up Lauren even briefly flashes her bare pussy at Kate before casually smoothing the front of her dress down in place. Soon the trio leave with bags of food in hand with Kate watching the other two intently. I get a quick peek at the bottom of Samantha's but before she tugs her dress down just enough to barely be considered decent. They are really following what I say when time is stopped. My commands? I'm suddenly less comfortable with thinking about things like that in those terms. A quick glance at the sexy trio has me feeling somewhat conflicted. Part of me is uneasy with giving people commands but part of me is incredibly turned on by it. And I did just fuck two women's breasts while they were frozen in time in the middle of a restaurant so I'm not exactly a saint. A few common sayings pop into my head about power corrupting and with great power comes great responsibility. Everything's a little conflicted in my head. I realize I absently ate the last half of my dessert while thinking about this. I sigh and glance around the restaurant, getting a small surge of arousal seeing the beautiful hostess walking by. Now that I have this power, and the ever-growing lust associated with it, I figure the best thing I can do is what I decided earlier. I'll just make sure others have fun and enjoy themselves while I have my own fun. It's a morally gray area but it's the best I can come up with. I finish up my latte and settle the check, paying cash and leaving a very generous tip. I'll have to figure out a way to get steady money but that can be done later. For now I head to the restroom while I think about what to do next. I need to figure out if I'm going back to my tiny little place or finding somewhere else to sleep tonight. I think of a few options as I relieve myself. I'm just finished washing my hands when a sexy feminine voice behind me gives me a huge spike in arousal and instantly makes my cock go from semi-soft to throbbingly hard. Congratulations, Ben. You're my new favorite human. Chapter 5 I stood there in shock with a few paper towels held crumpled up in my damp hands. Lilith, or whatever her real name is, was in the men's bathroom with me. What? I managed to blurt out to her amused laughter. Instead of her previous Renaissance fair-looking outfit, she's wearing a what looks like a long halter top. With nothing else but high heels. It's shiny silver with a plunging neckline that's well below the bottom of her titanic breasts. The bottom of the halter top connects to stretch over her hips and amazing rear. The silver fabric barely covers her, almost like a skin-tight attached miniskirt. It's kind of like a sexy nightclub version of that short, backless sweater dress that keeps popping up in anime or on sexy cosplayers. She laughs more, causing her massive, barely contained breasts to shake under the thin fabric. Her hard nipples are showing prominently through the glittery fabric. She does a little twirl showing off her matching silver high heels and the almost non-existent back to her garment. The skirt part is incredibly short, teasing at showing the bottom of her butt or even her pussy if she bent over even a little bit. The top of it is so low the valley at the top of her cheeks is clearly visible. She finishes her spin and does a little hop to make her massive, perfectly shaped breasts jiggle enticingly again. The silver of her outfit matches amazingly well with her royal blue skin, purple eyes, and glossy obsidian-looking claws and short horns. Once again I'm incredibly aroused and terrified by her awesome presence. Your new favorite human? 
I managed to ask despite being mostly overwhelmed. See, that's one of the reasons I like you. Lilith traces a clawed finger down my cheek, making me almost come in my pants. You have a strong will. Stronger than you know. She looks down and chuckles at my reaction. Me? Strong-willed? I ask with confusion. She grins at me. Oh yes, most people would have orgasmed themselves unconscious by now. Her broad smile shows off her longer canines. If you didn't have a strong will and strong desires you never would have found my shop, much less claim my stopwatch. And you've been putting it to good use so far. She says approvingly. Very good use. I? I have? What have you liked? I ask with a glimmer of curiosity bubbling up through my stupefied arousal. See, strong-willed. She smiles again, her cheerful demeanor at odd with her almost predatory sensuality. I like what you did with those two in your driveway and the trio here. Sex is great and anything in public makes it so much better. But what I really liked. She stares at me with sudden hungry intensity. Is that they're all going to have more fun later. Lots of fun and lots and lots of pleasure for a long time to come. I liked everything else but that. Doing that raises you up to my favorite human right now. What? You want me to tell people to have more sexy fun? I ask. I. I was thinking about doing that anyways. I stammer out. I like the idea of sexy people doing sexy things. I want to get pleasured but I. I want to pleasure other people too. And have others pleasure each other. That's really sexy to me. Not just watching others but knowing they're going to have more fun. Is. Is that what you want? Yesus. Lilith moans out with obvious desire and anticipation. The more pleasure, the better. She squeezes her breasts and firmly tweaks a nipple through the thin fabric. Okay. I. I. I can do that. I stutter, my brain locking up as her effect on me suddenly intensifies. Mmm, good. She purrs at me. Oh, why didn't you take any pictures of them? Wah. The sudden change of topic catches me off guard. Pictures. Videos. You said other people could take them. You even made sure some people would get great sexy shots, but you didn't take any. Why? Her direct question tones down the building heat of arousal, and I can think a little more clearly. I am. I didn't want potentially incriminating pics and stuff on my phone. I explain. Just in case it gets lost or stolen or hacked or whatever. I wanted to take pictures, but I wasn't sure if it was worth the risk. Oh, that's all? I can easily solve that. I'll even do it for free for as long as you have my stopwatch. She holds out her obsidian clawed blue hand. Hand me your phone. I hesitantly hand over my crappy, barely functional smartphone. Lilith concentrates on the device a few moments, and there's a flash of purple and blue sparkles that briefly obscures my vision. Blinking my eyes to clear the visual glitter, Lilith hands me a brand new, top of the line smartphone. One of the ones with multiple high resolution cameras. It should still have all of your info and settings and everything. Lilla says as she slowly comes back into view. You don't have to worry about plugging it in. The battery won't ever die on you. It's basically indestructible. It can't be hacked by humans. And like my stopwatch you'll never lose it. Now you can take as many pictures and videos as you want. Of whoever you want. Wherever you want. You can also stream it to any screen and show people pictures without getting into any trouble. She ticks her fingers like she's giving a sales pitch. That's a fun little bonus I added to it. She winks at me, the casual gesture directed at me spiking my arousal. Oh. She adds with more excitement. I gave it a little something extra. When you're having fun with somebody, or somebodies, 
Just set the camera up to record and it'll get everything automatically. Try it out, I guarantee you'll like the results. Wow, thank you. I, um, I'll make sure to try that. I'm back to stammering some with a bit of information overload on top of watching Lilith's massive breasts jiggle and sway under the thin fabric as she moves. Um, why would I stream pictures or videos to show people? I don't know exactly why you'll do that but I look forward to the results. Lilith says with almost academic interest. Now she seems like a pornified scientist or librarian. Maybe to set the mood at a dance club. College presentation? Work training? Yoga studio? Library? She lists off some random places. Even a restaurant like this. You have lots of possibilities. She laughs at my overwhelmed confusion and hops again, which only serves to rivet my gaze on her chest more firmly. It's clear that my attention is being sharply divided between what she's saying and her insanely sexy body. You probably won't see me again until the new moon. Come find me then, you'll know where to go. Have fun until then. I take in her amazingly sexy body from behind as she opens the door to leave. She stops in the doorway, partly turning her body so I see her fantastic butt and legs but also some major side bub of her impressive chest. Oh, you might want to look in the women's restroom when I leave. Just a friendly suggestion. Now if you'll excuse me I have a wedding to make a lot more interesting. She blows me a kiss and leaves me in the now empty restroom. I stare at the door for a few long moments before staring at my hands, a fancy new smartphone in one and the old stopwatch in the other. I'm incredibly horny right now, part of my mind vaguely thinking that confirms my thoughts about Lilith cranking up my arousal. Most of my mind is focused on lust and pleasure right now though so it's a distant thought. I'm having a hard time thinking coherently about anything right now so I stop time and exit the men's restroom. I don't see anyone in the short hallway here and I'm not sure what to do now. My arousal and desire is as high as it's ever been and I almost desperately want to do something sexual. I kind of wish that trio was still here so I could have more fun with them. Not thinking of anything else I follow Lilith's advice. A few steps down the short corridor brings me to the women's restroom. I briefly hesitate before opening the door. It's immediately apparent why the succubus suggested I check it out. There are two beautiful women at the pair of sinks. A slim, golden tan brunette in a tight red sleeveless dress on the right. She has narrow hips and a small but above long-toned legs. She has maybe C-cup breasts with her bra obviously giving her a little more cleavage. Her chin-length chestnut brown hair matches her pretty brown eyes. To her left is a larger, full-figured woman with long honey blonde hair and a little lighter complexion. She has a loose pale purple blouse on top with a white loosely pleated soft skirt. The blouse shows off a tasteful amount of her rather large breasts while her skirt flares out over her sizable rear. They are both gorgeous and sexy in their own distinct way. They're also both bent over, leaning forward to look in the mirror. My highly aroused, lusty state of mind wants to immediately play with them but I still have a sliver of self-control. You will think it's normal for me to be in here with you and you'll answer my questions calmly and honestly. I say before restarting time. Ladies? Are you single? What are you doing tonight? And what do you think about sex in public places? I ask quickly. I can feel my arousal building even more with the illicit sexual thrill of being in a women's restroom with beautiful women. The slim brunette answers first. I'm single and out tonight with friends and some of their other friends, maybe looking to date, or maybe hook up with somebody. I've always thought sex in public is hot, but I've never really done anything. I want to though. The larger blonde gives me her response. I'm single too. I'm a friend of one of her friends and looking for a good fuck more than somebody to date. 
I love playing in public but I've never gone farther than light groping except getting fingered a bit one time. Their answers are nearly perfect and I can feel my meager control slipping. What's your orientation and would you consider hooking up with each other or me? The blonde appraises the slim brunette. I'm buying yeah, i totally hook up with both of you. The other woman gives a similar answer, which is perfect since I'm not sure how much more control I'm going to have over my succubus-enhanced libido. Especially once I start playing. I stop time. Both of you join me in the handicap restroom for lots of sex and fun and pleasure with each other. I open the restroom door and shout in the restaurant. If you hear us doing anything sexual in the restroom, ignore it if it bothers you. If it turns you on, feel free, listen in and get horny. Barely remembering what Lilith said about the new phone, I start the camera app and hit a big button that says, Auto Record. The phone gets haphazardly leaned against the wall on the counter facing us. With that taken care of, the last shred of my self-control is pretty much used up. I turn to the motionless pair, stand in front of them, and shamelessly grope each chest. They are quite the contrast between small and firm versus very large and soft. I pull the slim brunette's bra and dress down below her breasts, exposing her smallish, almost conical, breasts. There may be a B-cup, I guess. Braless, they are still fairly firm and perky with dark brown nipples standing up proudly. I suck and lick each breast and nipple, loving her little boobs. Before I get completely lost in her pleasures, I switch to the full-figured blonde and pull her loose blouse and heavy-duty white bra down. She has light brown nipples and areola capping her large soft breasts. They hang down heavily with gravity when I slowly lower my hands. Her breasts are huge and soft, my hands easily sinking into her marvelous flesh. I have no idea what size they are and I don't want to waste time looking at her bra for her measurements. Instead I lick and suck on each breast. They're big enough I can't entirely hold a breast in one hand. I've never had the pleasure of playing with such a large pair of breasts before and it's amazing. Looking at the slim woman's perky little breasts with desire I think both women are amazing and sexy in different ways. I pull the stopwatch out of my pocket and start time again. Both women moan and clutch at their chests before realizing they're now topless in a public restroom. I stop time again quickly as they are obviously getting distressed, which is the opposite of what I want right now. As long as you won't get into trouble you won't worry about showing off any part of your body or doing sexy things in public. My eyes roam over each sexy woman and I can't help but add. Damn, it's so sexy having you naked in public like this. I start time again and both women are suddenly not disturbed at all. The opposite is true as both of them continue moaning and openly grope their own breasts. I open the door to the handicap restroom and both women quickly make their way into the large stall with me. We end up with the voluptuous blonde backed against the wall. She quickly strips off her blouse and bra to my delight. Leaning forward I press her against the wallpaper with my face at her chest again. She moans under my attentions as I fondle and kiss and lick and suck on her large breasts. I vaguely hear some rustling behind me but I'm focused in pleasuring the breasts in front of me. The rustling is explained when the slender brunette joins me. Leaning down to claim a huge breast, her nearly naked body bumps against me. I look over in surprise as she's stripped down to just a lacy thong and her high heels. Her slender toned body on display as she sucks on the breast that's almost as big as her head. I pause a moment, watching the erotic scene, before ripping my t-shirt off and dropping it to the floor. That seems to change the focus to me and both women suddenly grab me. Faster than I would have thought possible my back is against the wall, and my shorts and underwear are both around my ankles. I step out of the leg holes following the insistent tugs of the blonde kneeling on my shirt. The brunette joins her on the floor kneeling on my shorts as they look hungrily at my throbbing hard cock. 
I'm definitely a bit bigger than average in that department but not huge. They act me like my cock is the best they've ever seen though, probably more of Lilith's gift to me. With a lot of enthusiasm the blonde takes me in her mouth first, licking and sucking on my member before handing me off to the slim brunette. I groan for each of them as they pleasure my shaft in different wonderful ways. They keep this up for a minute or two as I watch them suck my cock. As good as this is, I want to play with them too. I don't want to stop them taking the initiative though. Instead I simply stop time again with my cock deep in the blonde's mouth. I experimentally thrust in and out of her frozen face a few times. While great, I still want to play with their sexy bodies more. I pull out of her and her mouth stays open like she's ready to receive my cock again. I'll go back later but right now I have a different idea. Unsurprisingly I guide her body upright with a bit of an arched back so her large breasts are right at dick level. I slap my cock against her soft chest a few times before grabbing her breasts and squeezing them. They are huge and soft with the sexy firm points of her nipples pressing against my palms as I knead her flesh. Oh yes! Playing with your breasts feels so good. Not wanting to leave her out of the fun I pull the slim brunette up into a similar position. I slap my cock against her perky little breasts too before reaching down to squeeze and fondle her too. Her firm, more conical breasts have darker nipples that are a little wider. Fuck yeah! Playing with your breasts feels great too, I say as I grope her some more. With my cock resting against her slim chest I reach over and grab a huge breast of the woman next to her. Your breasts are going to feel amazing when they get fucked. I look down at their bodies and add. Damn, you'll feel so good when I fuck you anywhere. Not wasting any more time I go back to the big curvy blonde and grab both her huge breasts. I give them a quick jiggle before lining up my cock between them. Once my shaft is happily wedged in the large valley I press her breasts firmly together to almost completely smother my shaft. I start thrusting between them, loving how their heavy weight bounces and shakes against my cock. Her smooth, soft flesh and hard nipples feel amazing and I go from slow enjoyment to fucking her chest hard in a few moments. It's an amazing feeling and very sexy to look back and forth between her bouncing breasts and the slim brunette's petite breasts on display next to us. It's so sexy I realize I'm not going to last very long. I briefly think about where I want to come before I realize that with Lilith's gift I don't have to stop after just one orgasm. I'll be hard again in a few moments for more fun and pleasure. I can come multiple times so I have lots of options and lots more fun to have. I want to play with them and their breasts more but I don't want to deal with the mess I'd make if I blew my load all over them right now. I grunt out a quick fix. You both get pleasure out of swallowing when someone comes in your mouth. That should do it. Feeling myself about to orgasm, I pull out from in between her voluminous breasts and push her back into her previous kneeling position. I shove my cock back in her mouth about like it was before and thrust a few times before starting time again. Both women moan loudly as all the pleasure of me playing with their breasts hits them all at once. The blonde has a much stronger reaction and she sucks hard on me as she has an orgasm. That and the brunette falling sideways into her and holding a huge breast for support through her own minor orgasm pushes me over the edge. I come in her mouth and she immediately sucks even harder, making it feel that much better for me. As she swallows my load she moans in ecstasy with another orgasm, ramping up my own pleasure too. I guess they really get a lot pleasure when they swallow. My brief thought about if it's just with me or anybody is pushed out of my mind as I have to brace against the grab bars to stay upright. When our respective orgasms are done the blonde slowly leans back while sucking gently until she lets go of my cock with a little pop. Holy fuck that was amazing! She says breathlessly. She looks at the wide-eyed brunette still groping her big breast. 
I'd say you should try that too, but he might need a minute. She looks back at my cock rising to full hardness again as I openly admire them. Or not. Fuck, that's amazing. She licks my cock before scooting sideways, pulling the slender woman with her so her face is right in front of me. With no hesitation, the brunette opens her mouth to start licking and sucking on me. She's clearly trying to pleasure me to the best of her abilities, and it feels great. After a minute or so of an intense blowjob, I stop time again. I pull her up again and lean down to kiss and lick and suck on her perky little breasts. I love tasting her smooth skin and feeling her slightly crinkled areola and nipples in my mouth. Again I'm struck by how different these two women are but how sexy each one is in her own way. Because she has fairly small breasts I'm not sure if I can fuck them. I really want to though and I'm certainly going to try. Playing with them more I squish them together as much as I'm willing to. I don't want to hurt her or give her bruises or anything. Luckily that seems to work as when I quickly let go they stay close to each other. There's a narrow channel between them with her nipples pointing almost to each other. Laying my cock between her small mounds I push my member down as I thrust up between them. Like with the others frozen like this I feel her smooth, firm flesh press against the sides of my cock as I slide up her chest. I'm obviously not going to get completely surrounded by her but I still feel her squeezing the sides of my shaft. It's not really an experience I've ever had before and it's fantastic. I hold my cock down, watching her as I thrust up between her breasts. Her perky little mounds and dark nipples are so sexy but after a bit of somewhat awkward motions I try fucking her without holding myself down. I pop up and slide against the top of her breasts, which is great but not exactly what I was going for. After a little experimentation with angling myself and the slim woman I finally find a position that really works. I end up grabbing her shoulders and pulling her up and close to me, her stomach pressing against my thighs. This way my cock is trapped and has nowhere to go besides between her breasts and up towards her face. The downside is that I can't really see her chest anymore. The upside is I clearly feel her firm breasts and nipples against me as I fuck her. I also get to look at her pretty face and the large sexy blonde next to us. It feels so good I want to keep going but again, I don't want to make a mess right now. When I'm almost over the edge I stop fucking her little breasts and quickly push her back down in her previous position. I get my cock back in her mouth and start time again. She moans loudly as another orgasm hits her, the vibrations and her lips clamping down on me triggering my impending orgasm. She sucks harder and gulps down my seed, enhancing my orgasm and pushing hers even higher. She almost falls over but her scrambling hands grab me and the large blonde to keep herself upright. Surprising all of us the door opens and somebody enters one of the other three stalls. I look at them in slight panic at getting caught but the blonde looks at me and shrugs. And we're not going to get into trouble so who cares if someone overhears us? Or even sees us? No harm, no foul. Right. We hear a huff from the stall and a woman mutters. Perverts. The pair with me giggle at her reaction. Feeling safer I look down at them and shift my hips back and forth, waving my heart again cock at them. So either of you want a deep dicking? To the background noise of another annoyed huff as the woman washes her hands. They both scramble to get up as the door bangs open with the annoyed woman leaving. Since she's recovered more the blonde stands up first. She bends over and grabs the support bars opposite the toilet before looking back at me. She wiggles her rather large rear at me in an open invitation. I can't wait to feel you inside my pussy. Give me all you've got big boy. The brunette, getting up slower, looks between us and sighs slightly as she steps back. It's clear she's thinking things will only be one on one. I look at her. You know, we can all pleasure each other here at the same time. 
I look meaningfully at the bent-over blonde before flipping her loose skirt up to reveal a large, plush rear with a barely-seen white lace thong. Maybe you could help take something off? Or play with and pleasure anything that might be jiggling or swaying or shaking? The slim woman gets the idea and reaches out with a lustful expression towards the bent-over blonde. She grabs the lacy waistband of the white thong and pulls it down, removing the flimsy barrier. After helping her step out of her undergarment, the brunette stands up with a small hand running over the large sexy but in front of her. Seemingly because she wants to, she strips the full-figured woman of her skirt too, leaving her beautiful body completely naked. I stop time again and shift the brunette's hands. The hand on the large rear eye reposition between the legs and press against the now-exposed hairless pussy. It's sopping wet so I push a few slim fingers inside. Her other hand I guide forward so she's grabbing a huge breast that's hanging down. Placing my hand over her slim digits, I need a soft flesh a few moments before leaving her hand firmly gripping the bent-over woman. For the slim brunette I stand behind her with my hard cock nestled between her firm little butt. Reaching around I play with both small breasts a little before dropping a hand to the front on her red lace thong. She's dripping wet too and I rub the damp fabric to work her up more. Not wanting anything to disrupt our fun I quickly say. Don't worry about me getting you pregnant or giving you an STI. With me about to fuck them I don't want anything hampering or diminishing their pleasure. Restarting time both women moan in pleasure and need. The brunette pushes her but against my cock while her hands tighten on the blonde, who sticks her plush rear backwards against the slim fingers buried in her pussy. It's clear both women are loving it and both women want more pleasure. I get a little whimper of desire from the brunette as I pull myself away from her. She definitely wants my cock to stay between her legs. I press my fingers firmly against the front of her panties and gently tweak a nipple. Don't worry, I'm going to fuck you too. She moans with desire again and nods her head in agreement. Moving into position behind the blonde, the brunette only removes her hand from the bent-over woman's pussy when my cock is brushing against her. She pulls her fingers out and guides my cock straight for the wet channel in front of me. From the way she's staring she not only wants my cock in her but really wants to see me fuck the other woman too. After the head of my cock finds its way and I push forward firmly until I'm buried deep inside a wonderful pussy with thick lips gripping me tight. Her long moans echo through the bathroom as the door opens again. We hear a gasp followed by a low moan of desire as the random woman goes into an empty stall. Knowing we have something of an audience seems to spur on all of us. I pull back and slam forward into the blonde to a very happy moan. Her large rear and thick thighs ripple with the impact, and I do it again, going straight to a fast pace of long, deep thrusts. Sadly, I have to let go of the slim brunette's chest as I fuck the blonde, but that means I get to hold on to her wide hips and feel her shake under me. I love breasts, but this is fantastic too. As I pound away, the brunette is an idol. She presses her slim body against us with a hand firmly grabbing my butt, and her other still holding a huge breast as it swings back and forth in time with my thrusts. She's clearly taking the idea of being involved with things to heart, and it's a very welcome sexy addition to have her participating like this. Right now I don't need to use the stopwatch at all. We simply enjoy the pure animalistic rutting as I pound into the blonde as she gets more and more vocal. Her moans get louder and louder as her pleasure builds, right along with my own. I'm getting close and I can tell she's approaching her orgasm too. In between the moans and grunts from us she gasps out. Fucking, ugh, come in me! Fuck. Yes. Fucking shoot. Oh, shoot your load. Ugh, yes. Fill me up. Oh, fuck yes. Fuck me harder. I aim to please and I'm more than happy to give her what she wants. 
That seems to thrill the brunette too and she watches even more intently as my heart fucking pushes me over the edge. With my own moaning and grunting I somehow keep up my steady thrusting as I orgasm, shooting my cum deep inside the blonde. After the first few spurts I slam my hips forward, pulling her large rear against me. She screams out in her own orgasm as she feels my seed filling her up with spurt after spurt. Her inner walls spasm around my cock, adding to my pleasure. Her moans are joined by some quieter moans of pleasure and the faint sounds of the woman in the stall next to us. She's obviously masturbating to the sound of our fucking. I'm curious about who it is but I'm focusing on the pair with me right now, even though part of me wants to stop time and go fuck whoever is in the next stall over. After our shuddering and her spasming stops I slowly pull out of her pussy with a wet, sloppy sound. My thoughts of cleaning up the mess are distant compared to my desire to do the same thing to the slim brunette next to me. I quickly spin her to face to wall next to the blonde. Without any further prompting she quickly steps out of her red lace underwear, grabs the support bar, and bends over with spread legs next to the recovering blonde. Wearing just her red high heels now she shows off her slender body, long legs, and her smooth hairless pussy. It's flushed open and glistening with liquid arousal. Fuck me. She looks between me and the voluptuous blonde. Fuck me hard and fill me up just like her. I want to feel your cock deep inside me. Oh fuck yes. She shouts out as I quickly shove my well-lubricated sloppy cock in her to the hilt. Her slim tight channel grips my cock differently than the blonde and I adjust my thrusts, an angle to accommodate her differences to give us both greater pleasure. Like with their breasts, their pussies are different but amazing. I grab her firm little but and piston away inside her willing and wanting tight channel to the sounds of her increasing moans. The blonde, mostly recovered now, turns to face us and watch the action. She reaches down to return the favor and play with the small breasts bouncing under the brunette. The slim woman turns her head and gets a face full of massive breasts before the blonde leans down to kiss the moaning woman. That gives me a great idea and I quickly stop time with them frozen mid-French kiss. I pull out of the amazing pussy and move the blonde to stand upright in front of the bent over brunette. I take a few long moments to kiss and lick and fondle both of their breasts while I'm at it. They're right there in the open and I just love playing with breasts. It only takes a few more moments to get them into a new position worthy of a porn shoot. The voluptuous blonde has her back against the wall with her huge breasts on full display. The brunette has one hand still on the grab bar but the other is now firmly holding a big soft breast. Her open mouth is on the firm brown nipple, turning her French kiss into licking and sucking a big breast. The blonde has a hand on the chestnut brown hair to keep the slim woman against her chest and another fondling a small breast. Grinning at the lewd scene I step back behind the brunette and slide my cock back into her sopping wet pussy. I start fucking her for a bit before starting time again. Kind of like with the frozen breasts, her time-stopped pussy feels different. It feels tighter but doesn't really move with my cock. It's not better or worse, just a different kind of pleasure. I get lost in that pleasure until I'm about to blow again. Before I climax I start time again. Both women moan loudly from orgasms, a minor one from the blonde and a strong one from the woman I'm buried in and have been pounding for a couple of minutes. Her moans quickly turn into screams of pleasure, and my cock is rhythmically squeezed by her inner walls. Neither one really seems to notice the shift in positions. Instead the brunette muffles herself against the large breast she has her mouth clamped on. Her slim fingers sink into the large soft breast as she seems to suck on it even more. Not that she could move her head much anyways since the blonde was holding her face tight against her large chest. I also see her hand on the perky little breast squeezing and really pulling on the hanging nipples. All of that tips me over the edge and I pump my cum inside the spasming pussy. 
I slam into her a few more times before holding myself deep inside her, trapping her between me and the busta blonde. Feeling me spurt inside her pushes the brunette's orgasm higher and longer as her whole body starts shaking. After several long moments and a long drawn-out scream of pleasure, she goes mostly limp. It's a good thing she being supported on both ends otherwise she would have fallen down. My hands on her hips and my cock buried inside her hold up her rear while the blonde and her big breasts keep her front up. I stay there with me buried inside her as we all ride out our orgasms. The blonde recovers first and pulls the brunette up so she can kiss her again. Her tight pussy twitches on my shaft from her obvious desire and arousal at the kiss and possibly being squished against the big breasts more. My arousal is getting sated but I really want to fuck their breasts again, this time to completion. I slowly pull out of the slim brunette to her low moan. It's clear she liked having me stuffed inside her. Both women look at me as I gaze hungrily at their bodies. Are you two up for me fucking your beautiful breasts? The big busted blonde laughs. Sure, that would be amazing and feel so good. But I don't think you're going to be up for. She trails off as she looks down at my erect cock. Holy fuck, you're really ready for more. I hear a gasp from outside the stall as she eases the slim brunette over to support herself on the grab bar while she kneels on my shirt again. It's clear we still have an audience. She pulls her own nipples before squeezing her huge breasts together. I don't usually like doing this, but somehow I know it'll be good with you. She cups her hands under her big soft breasts and pushes them together for me in a clear invitation. I step up to her and place my cock between her mounds of flesh and thrust up between them. I just love the feeling of her heavy breasts pressed around my shaft, and I love the sight of them jiggling and bouncing as I start to slowly thrust. The busted blonde moans, surprised by her own pleasure from the titfuck. The brunette watches intently but then looks at her much smaller chest. Maybe I can help with her. I don't think you'll be able to do much with these. She almost sadly bounces her perky little breasts. That attitude isn't fun or sexy, which she definitely is. I stop time with the stopwatch magically in my hand again and think about what to say. I slowly thrust between the wonderful orbs as I figure it out. You'll really like and get lots of pleasure from breast play. I figure that's a good, fun blanket statement to start with. You'll know how to pleasure your partners with breasts, and you love doing it. Oh, you'll get lots of pleasure from using breasts on your partners too. They should definitely feel good too. The more pleasure the better. Figuring that should be make things great for all of us I restart time. The blonde suddenly moans louder. Oh fuck, that feels good. Wow, this is amazing. My boobs have never felt this good before. Holy fuck I'm going to do this a lot more. She shudders with pleasure and squeezes her breasts together a little more. Damn this feels good. Here, hold still and let me take over. Following her directions I stop thrusting, holding myself close to her. She puts a little more pressure on her breasts, and starts bouncing them quickly up and down my shaft. Her breasts feel amazing as she slams them against my hips, the heavy weight jiggling and sending shockwaves through me with every impact. The slim brunette looks on lustily. Oh damn! I can't wait until I get my tiny little titties on your cock too. That's going to feel so good. She kneels behind the large blonde and reaches around her to put her hands under the massive breasts too. This feels great too. She moans with need as she feels their heaviness while she very deliberately rubs her own small breasts against the blonde. Everybody is getting a lot of pleasure out of this, and there are lots of moans echoing in the restroom. There's more muffled moans coming from the next stall over but I also hear some other moans too. I don't know who is out there but it's arousing knowing we have a bigger audience now. I don't last as long as I might have preferred but I don't really care. 
Everything feels amazing and looks amazing as I get enthusiastically fucked by the big breasts of the curvy, full-figured woman. She makes sure I can see her nipples shaking on top of her jiggling mounds as she continues to press her big, heavy breasts against me. I rapidly hit the point of no return and soon I'm grunting and moaning as I blast jet after jet of come on and in between the massive memories. Amazingly, she seems to orgasm too, just from me shooting my load on her. She manages to keep bouncing herself on me haphazardly while she moans and screams a little in pleasure. Coming down from the orgasmic high, I'm somewhat surprised at how she came too. I tried to think about what I might have said while time was stopped, but those thoughts are pushed to the side for now. The big busted blonde lets go of my cock and scoots back slightly, letting the slim brunette take her place. She takes my somewhat messy cock in her mouth and sucks, humming in appreciation and desire as I get fully erect for her again in a few short moments. She pulls me out and slaps my member against her firm little breasts. Mmm, that's so much fun! Ooh, that is too! She adds when the blonde presses herself and her big breasts against the slim brunette's back. She's showing an impressive amount of side as she reaches around to grope a small breast with one hand as she slides her other down to the brunette's dripping pussy. The slim woman moans with desire and slaps me against each of her perky breasts again. I may not be able to hold you with my little titties but I can still use them other ways. That's the attitude I was hoping for. I love breasts of all shapes and sizes and love playing with them and getting my cock on them. She starts jerking me off with my cock against her breast. She's really pressing the head of my cock right against her nipple as she does before she starts swinging me up and down with her motions. I get the feeling of her giving me a hand job while she repeatedly smacks me against her firm conical breast and dark brown nipple. It's a different amazing pleasure, feeling the tip of my cock against her soft skin and her firm perky breasts. Unlike the massive breasts squished against her, these little breasts give just a little jiggle jostling her dark brown nipples. It's incredibly sexy. I stare down at her and the blonde playing with her as she expertly works my cock. She knows exactly how to play with me and use her breasts for maximum pleasure for both of us. Probably because of what I said to her when time was stopped. I realize how very lucky I am and how lucky any of her future partners will likely be. The pleasure continues for maybe a couple wonderful minutes until I hear the muffled moans of a woman having an orgasm coming from outside our stall. Hearing that, in addition to watching and feeling the two gorgeous naked women with me, pushes me over the edge. As I start to orgasm the brunette stops wildly waving my cock up and down and centers my tip back on her nipple as she quickly jerks me off. The extra direct stimulation on me really heightens things as I moan and grunt again, shooting another full load centered on the firm dark nipple of her perky little breast. She moans in pleasure with her own orgasm, possibly triggered by me but definitely influenced by the blonde pulling her other nipple and working her fingers in her pussy. All of those things add up to her moaning and screaming loudly as I blast her chest with my seed as I have another strong orgasm. As our orgasms peak and recede the brunette falls backwards slightly. The blonde catches her and leans against the wall, her hands still holding a perky breast and pressed against the dripping wet pussy. They make quite the sexy sight, almost like the end of a porno. Except this is real life. Succubus magic enhanced maybe, but still real life. I stop time again to admire the amazing sloppy scene in front of me. After staring a while I realize how messy they are. They are going to need something to help them clean up. I should go find napkins or towels or something to help them clean up. There's no way toilet paper and the rough paper towels are going to do the trick. I'm also curious about who all was listening into our fun. Opening the stall door I'm greeted by an unexpected sight. There are three sexy women out here all playing with their own breasts. Over a dress, under a jacket 
and a shirt pulled up and a hand inside her bra. I don't remember exactly what I shouted to the restaurant, but it clearly meant some women stayed to listen and play with themselves. The door to one of the three stalls is slightly open so I carefully peek in there too. I'm not really a fan of water sports so I personally don't want to see that. I know it's a big kink for some people, but not me. Inside is a woman who would best be described as a classic MILF. A very attractive woman probably in her fifties is sitting there with panties around her ankles and four fingers stuffed in her pussy. She has both breasts pulled out of her dress too. They have a few stretch marks and are sagging some with age, but they're still sexy. She also has one held up to her mouth, sucking on her own nipple. Maybe to muffle herself in addition to the pleasure she's getting from it. I wasn't planning on doing anything else right now but her big soft breasts are really tempting. I spend a few long moments kissing and licking her exposed breasts and nipples. A few long moments turn into a few minutes of intense playing before I finally pull myself off her. She's likely going to have a nice orgasm when I restart time. Chuckling at that thought I go to the three women to grope and fondle them too. I play with their different sexy butts before putting my hand down their pants or up their skirt to feel their pussies. They are all already very wet and I have fun playing with them and fingering them, making sure to give their clits lots of attention. Finally I expose their breasts and give each beautiful pair lots of attention. They each have their own unique features and I love playing with each different set of breasts and nipples. Grinning at them broadly I finally leave the restroom. I feel kind of weird walking around the restaurant naked but it's also a big sexual thrill. I find a stack of clean dish towels and a stack of napkins. I bring them back to the restroom and pile them on the counter. I almost start time again but I am naked in a women's restroom. I should probably address that so there aren't any issues. Me being in the women's restroom is normal and accepted. You'll all feel comfortable talking to me about anything sexual. That's step one. Time to address all the exposed breasts. Nudity in the restroom is accepted as long as people won't get into trouble for it. Same with any sexual behavior or sexual acts that focus on giving pleasure. That blanket statement ought to prevent issues for me or them in here. I glance at the sloppy women in the handicap stall and add, You'll all help everyone get cleaned up before we leave the restroom. You'll be comfortable about touching each other anywhere. I'm probably going overboard but I want to make sure there are no issues after all the fun. I stop and realize I'm thinking clearly again now. After all the fucking the extreme arousal Lilith caused has almost entirely abetted and I have my self-control back. Mostly, at least. Hoping I have everything covered I use the stopwatch magically in my hand again to restart time. The restroom echoes loudly with the overlapping moans and screams of orgasm from the older woman in the stall and all three women by the sinks. As everybody's recovery is staggered I get to enjoy watching them all individually transition from pleasure-centered to helping each other clean up. Everyone starts chatting as they casually clean each other off, like this is a normal occurrence. It's a somewhat surreal experience. I'm surprised when they chat with me too and one of the standing women. A beauty with her lovely C-cup breasts still pulled out of her dress squats in front of me with a damp rag and starts to calmly clean off my cock and upper thighs. She basically starts giving me a hand job and even gives my shaft a few licks and sucks as she cleans me. Once she's taken care of me she goes to help the others. I'm not entirely sure why I got the extra sexual attention but I'm not going to complain. Unsurprisingly, the pair in the handicap stall need the most help cleaning up. They bear quite the sloppy mess right now. I stand there in the women's restroom with my hard cock out after halfway getting a blowjob, while the watching beautiful women with their breasts out rub and wipe down half-naked and mostly naked women. It's ridiculous and not anything I ever would have expected or even dreamed of happening, but here I am in the midst of it. 
I notice something sort of odd though. For the most part the cleaning is fairly straightforward without much extraneous touching. With their breasts though, they are extra thorough. Lots more attention is paid to them, and it's pretty clear everyone is not just cleaning breasts but playing with them too. That's very interesting and arousing. When my brain finally pays more attention to the chatter than the sexy scrubbing I realize something. Each woman seems to have something to say about breasts. Ugh, that feels great. I didn't think my breasts were very sensitive but I love whatever you're doing to them. I always thought I was a bit bi but playing with your boobs has me thinking I'm more than a bit into women. MMM I'd love to play with your breasts more and get into you. I have a nice strap on. I can't wait to get home and get my husband's cock between these puppies. Ever since the kids he hasn't been as interested since they sagged a little. I bet I could change his mind. Yeah you go girl. Rock his world. I can't wait to get a hold of my girlfriend's big boobs. And have her play with mine. MMM. Tonight's gonna be a fun night. I am definitely going to have to find someone who likes to play with my breasts. I've gone through a little dry spell recently, and I really want that to change. It dawns on me, they all love breast play now. They must have all heard me when I told the pair I was playing with that I love breasts. I told them something but with all the pleasure and sexy fun I don't remember exactly what I said. I paused time to think about things with a clear head. Of course seeing all six of them frozen with breasts and more still exposed doesn't exactly help calm me down. Especially since they are still groping each other. The first thing I say is, let's exchange contact info. Talking about and doing anything sexual with me is normal and desirable. With my selfishness out of the way I think about all of them. I may have made them somewhat sex and breast obsessed and I want to steer them towards better, more pleasurable things. You all will only stay with partners who treat you well and you get the pleasure and respect you want and deserve. I lean over to put my hands on the pair that were with me in the stall. I hope they are the only ones that get this. You two should go out on a few dates and have sexy fun with each other. Get to know each other and hopefully things will work out. I stand up while still looking down at them. If nothing else you could maybe become long-term fuck buddies or something since you now have a shared love of breasts. I look around and decide to add one more thing just in case. Don't stay in abusive relationships. If you ever have a problem with an abusive partner contact me and I will help. I figure with Lilith's stopwatch. Helping people out and taking care of abusers should be easy. Also, they might be inclined to stay with bad people who are good at sex because of my meddling and I don't want to be responsible for that. Restarting time I'm treated to the lovely sight of everyone finishing cleaning up and getting dressed. Everybody exchanges contact info with me, my new phone magically back in my hand. It takes longer than usual as I'm distracted by all the sexy bodies around me. The phone is also automatically adding pictures to the new contacts. Standard headshots but also sexy explicit pictures that seem to be from what just happened. I'm just assuming it has something to do with Lilith and her succubus magic and I am not going to complain at all. Definitely not when the busted blonde's beautiful face is next to a picture of her topless and presenting her breasts like she's ready for me to fuck them. It's only when the fourth woman, one of the trio listening in to us, is giving me her phone number and email that I realize they're exchanging info with each other as well. I overhear. Here's my number. If my husband can't give me enough pleasure, I'll definitely call you. Yeah, of course. What kind of fuck buddy would I be if I didn't help pleasure you and those big boobs of yours? And if she's not available, call me. I'd play with you and your breasts anytime I'm free. Don't you all forget about me. Chimes in one of the trio. We're all fuck buddies here and we should take care of each other. Hey, how old is your husband? 
If we all showed up some night do you think he'd have a heart attack? They must have been talking to the older MILF because she laughs before answering. He's in his late fifties and still in pretty good shape. He probably wouldn't have a heart attack but he might think he's died and gone to heaven if you all came over at the same time. We should do that sometime. One of them chimes in. As I get the last woman's contact info, apparently the larger blonde's name is Kelly. I shake my head in amazement. First off, I had all that fun and sex and didn't even know their names yet. Second, I had all this amazing fun in the restaurant restroom. And thirdly, my head sort of swims at the thought that all six of these women seem like they're fuck buddies now. I mainly just meant that for the pair I had the most fun with, not all of them. Part of me thinks I should be extra careful with what I say in the future, if I say anything in frozen time at all. Who knows what the unintended consequences are going to be of my careless speech. Another part of me thinks about how sexy it would be for all of them to have fun in a breast lover's orgy. That thought is far more compelling to me right now. I really doubt I'm going to be able to stay silent and resist temptation so I'll just have to try to be careful about what I say and hope for the best. With all the women dressed and contact info exchanged they start to leave the restroom. Kelly, the big blonde, grabs my exposed hard cock and gives it a few quick tugs, grinning broadly at my reaction, before leaving with a flourish. The rest of them follow her lead and I basically get a quick handjob from each woman as they go. I notice the slender brunette joins the big blonde with a kiss before they walk off with arms around each other's waists. I hope they work out. Soon I'm the last one left so I head back into the stall with my discarded clothes. Instead of getting dressed I discover something awkward. My shirt and shorts were both used to kneel on and both garments have large wet patches on them from all the combined fluids. I'm left naked in a women's restroom holding a phone and a stopwatch. After everything that just happened it's only now that I feel very awkward. I guess I need to go find some new clothes. Chapter 6 I looked down at my shirt and shorts with dismay. They were both used to kneel on by women during our playing and fucking. And both women had powerful orgasms on them before and after I filled them with my cum. It's no wonder both garments have big wet splotches on them. Even my discarded underwear is messy. While they are washable, my clothes aren't really in any condition to wear. At least my socks and shoes are still okay. A quick search on my shiny new phone tells me there's a clothing store a half block away. I'm surprised my phone's internet is even working and I'm sure I have Lilith to thank for that. With phone and stopwatch in hand I leave the bathroom. It's weird but thrilling to walk around naked in public with only my shoes on protecting my feet. I get an almost immediate hard-on when I start making my through-the-time-frozen restaurant. With my cock leading the way I guess I'm way more of an exhibitionist than I thought I was. All sorts of fun ideas pop into my head. With Lilith's stopwatch there would potentially be a lot of fun sexy things I could do in public. I'll really have to figure out how to do some of those things while going along with my ideas about how to use the time-stopping ability. I want to be at least somewhat responsible with it. Or at least as responsible as I can with a magical ability and influence from a succubus. I have a few ideas for rules about what I should and shouldn't do. Like any arbitrary rules though. I'm sure I'll miss something or will figure out how to bend my own rules in the future. I'll have to think about that, and see what I can come up with. When I get to the front of the restaurant the doors are blocked by a pair of attractive women in their mid-thirties. In this frozen time everybody seems to be a lot lighter than normal. It's easy to simply pick one woman up by her waist, go by, and put her back in place. I mostly keep my hands to myself except for a quick squeeze of her breasts through her blouse. Part of me definitely wants to do more with her but I'm trying to be good. Or at least less bad. 
I also want to get some clothes so I can walk around with normal time flowing too. Luckily it's quick and easy to walk the half block to the upscale clothing store. I managed to make it to my destination with no other sexy distractions. At least none that I acted on. There are a few women I wouldn't mind playing with but I resist the temptation. I go into the mostly empty store and almost panic at the prices. A single pair of shorts costs more than I make in a day at my crappy job. Shaking my head in disbelief I ignore the guy at the register and the one other customer, an early middle-aged guy who looks like he has lots of money. I just want to find some clothes and since I'm not into guys at all I have no desire to do anything with them. It makes it easy to focus on getting new clothes. After trying a few things on I decide that while the clothes may be overpriced, they are definitely far higher quality than I'm used to. I end up with gray silk underwear, black linen shorts, and a dark blue short sleeve button-up shirt. I like brighter colors too but I deliberately choose something that is more nondescript. At least for now I don't want to draw lots of attention to me. The clothes fit well and they have all finished seams inside making them far more comfortable than my usual cheap clothes. Thinking I'll give the cashier some money and tell him to ring it up and keep the change, I realize I've been kind of stupid and careless. I don't have my wallet or my keys. I left them in my shorts on the bathroom floor. In my awkward haste to find new clothes I completely forgot about and ignored my old clothes. I really need to be better about things like that. A quick pat down of the customer turns up a wallet with over a thousand dollars of cash in it. What kind of people shop here? Who carries that kind of cash? I take a few hundred bucks and tell him to think he spent it on something already. Looking at the price tags I guess about what the cost will be and give that and a bit extra to the cashier just in case. I tell him to ring it up and keep anything extra as a tip. I don't want him to get in trouble for missing merchandise. Grumbling to myself about my carelessness I head back to the restaurant. I again move the woman out of the way with a bit more groping of her lovely breasts. I think I have a slightly stronger desire to play with her and fewer feelings of inhibition against it now. I don't know if it's the result of growing familiarity, innate horniness and desire, some effect of the stopwatch, part of Lilith's extra gift to me or most likely some combo of the above. I find my messy clothes and dig out my wallet and keys, luckily unscathed. After pocketing them I ditch my old clothes in the trash of the men's restroom. I don't like to be wasteful but I also don't know what else to do with them right now. With that sorted out I also realize how easy it should be to take care of food, clothing, and probably shelter for me. And if I find the right people, money shouldn't ever be an issue either. Strangely, that thought lifts more of a weight off my shoulders than anything else so far. For the first time in my life I don't think I'll have to struggle to make ends meet. Humming to myself I restart time and head back towards the exit. Through the restaurant I can see the woman I groped stumble slightly and moan in surprise, her companion looking around to see what she could have tripped on. They both straighten up, laugh it off, and finish coming in. The sexy hostess greets them and I'm treated to the sight of her bending over slightly as she looks at her table map on her podium. Stopwatch back in hand I freeze time. The hostess is wearing a sexy little black dress that's perfectly appropriate for her job. It matches and highlights her tall, slender body and average-sized breasts. She's basically model gorgeous with perfect makeup and long straight blonde hair. My cock, already mostly hard, stiffens with arousal. I follow the lusty voyeuristic side of me and slowly pull the bottom her of her dress up her toned thighs. In a sort of juvenile fantasy, I'm curious and want to see what kind of panties she has won. As more and more skin is revealed I begin to wonder if she's even wearing any when a smooth flat band of black appears high around her hips. 
She has a sexy seamless thong that does nothing to cover her shapely rear and barely covers her pussy. I do the same up top and slowly peel her dress off to reveal a matching black bra. I take a few quick pictures before pulling her bra straps down her shoulders and flipping her cups down to reveal her hidden treasures underneath the slightly padded fabric. She has wonderful evenly tanned breasts with smallish light brown nipples topping them. I give each breast a caress and a squeeze and a quick little kiss. I love feeling her soft breasts and her nipples firm up in my mouth. Part of me wants to play with her more but I figure I've played here enough. I take a few quick pictures of her before I get her clothes back into place. Stepping back to roughly where I was I restart time to the sight of the hostess holding onto to podium tight as she lets out a short low moan. I rush out before I give in to the temptation to do more to her, even though fucking her right there at her podium is very tempting. I could and I'm sure it would be pleasurable for both of us, but it would probably also mess up her work for a little bit. I really need to figure out some guidelines for using the stopwatch. I start walking down the street, not really going anywhere specific. I check my phone and it's almost 9 p.m. on a Saturday evening. It seems a lot more time has passed since I got the stopwatch and met Lilith. I suppose more time has passed for me, which is hard to wrap my head around. With everything that's happened I'm lost in thought as I walk aimlessly down the street before playing some more. I really wish I could talk to somebody about this but who could I talk to? Who would even believe me? Most of my family is not an option and I don't really keep up with my high school buddies anymore or the people I met when I took some classes at the community college. The people I know the best right now are my three roommates, who I mainly just tolerate, and the people I work with. I don't have much of a social life for a 25-year-old. I haven't had contact with my parents since the second time they declared bankruptcy and got divorced at the same time to scam the system. That was a year ago. Apparently they got married again recently, but I only found out after the fact through a social media post. My oldest brother is a get-rich-quick type of guy with a bad temper who's been fired from a few used car dealerships. My other older brother joins some religion that sounds suspiciously like a cult where he seems to be exploiting people. Basically none of my close family are nice people and I don't want much, or anything, to do with them. I definitely don't want to tell them about Lilith and the stopwatch. Same goes with most of my extended family. My aunts and uncles and their families on both sides are almost all similarly terrible people. I don't really want anything to do with most of them. There is my one cool, actually a decent person, aunt and her family, but I haven't seen them for almost a year. And until I have better control over things I don't want to risk being around them. I would like to help them have better lives if possible at some point. Between all of that and breaking up with my girlfriend a few months ago I sigh heavily. I'm not in a great spot socially but I'm mostly fine with things. I'd rather be like this than deal with shitty people. Even still I can't help thinking I'm kind of a social loser when my phone chimes with a text. Pulling it out of my pocket I see it's from Crystal, the one person from work I've hung out with outside our job. Recently she's pushed me to go do something fun after my breakup. I have to admit she was right and I'm happy she encouraged me. Crystal and a half dozen of her friends met me at a food truck thing with live music a few weeks ago. And I met her and a few of them at the free weekly concert at the park near downtown. It wasn't really my favorite music but it was fun. I open her text. Crystal, hey Ben. HRD you are closing TRMW. Me too. WNT2HNG2 knit? Croak at shitty Dave bra her texting is always a little cringe worthy but deciphering her text is part of her charm. Most of the time. She's one of those really smart people whose talking and writing has a hard time keeping up with her brain. Pair that with her diagnosed but mostly untreated ADHD 
and I'm pretty sure undiagnosed mild dyslexia, and it makes sense. If those two were treated and accommodated I'm sure she could run a whole store and not just be another poorly treated employee in her mid-twenties. So she's offering to go to karaoke at a shitty dive bar with me. I appreciate that, shitty, is just about the only thing she actually spelled out. That could be fun for a variety of reasons, regular and stopwatch related, so I text back. Then, sure, when and where. I'm not home. Actually at Cherry Creek right now. It's a story texting her I realize Crystal is also just about the only person I might consider talking to about Lilith and the stopwatch right now. I get an immediate response. Crystal, WTF you doing THR? Imnera THR. Mall or SHPS? Address? I see NPRK it's free Ben. Parking garage by grocery store. I'll meet you there. I'll find your flashy car crystal, dick. My car is great. BTHRN15 I laugh because her car is going to really stick out in the parking garage full of newer and far more expensive cars. Crystal drives a 90 Civic with each door a different color. I have no idea how she keeps it running. Probably because she knows how to work on cars and does everything on it herself. Some of her fixes have been creative and it shows. I'm looking forward to seeing her, more than I have in the past. I'm guessing it's a combo of realizing I might be able to talk to her about Lilith, wanting to hang out with a friend, and maybe some new sexual feelings towards her. I've always thought she was attractive but as a co-worker I never really thought of her that way. After getting the stopwatch it seems like most of my thinking is influenced by sex. I turn around and start walking back to the parking garage. I'll definitely get there before she does. I wonder what she'll be wearing. At work she's clearly a bit alternative with her black hair cut in an asymmetric bob with a serious undercut. Aside from that she wears standard boring clothes and standard minimal makeup. When I saw her outside work I didn't recognize her at first. I described her clothes and bold makeup as gothy tank girl, which she took as a flattering compliment. Aside from being a very different style it also showed off her lean athletic body and quite a bit of her larger than expected breasts. Part of the gothy look is that she has very pale skin with light blue eyes to match her jet black hair. It only takes a few minutes to get to the parking garage and I'm left with a choice of where to wait. I don't want to miss her, although I'm sure I'll hear her car, so I wait by the main entrance between the garage and the Whole Foods. It's a good spot that allows me to do one of my favorite pastimes, people watching. It's free, frequently interesting, and satisfies my voyeuristic streak. With the usual clientele at the grocer as well as people parking to go to dinner, drinks, or maybe clubs there are a lot of attractive people around. In the past I would always be careful not to stare and I definitely wouldn't do anything. With the stopwatch though, I can do more. Already have done more. Despite having some reservations still, I can't resist the temptation as a group of four women walk by dressed for a night out. Lilith's stopwatch suddenly in hand I pause time. All four of them are wearing some variation of high heels tight pants, and revealing tops. Walking to them for a closer look I let my eyes openly roam over their sexy bodies. My resolve crumbles fast and before I stop myself I've reached out to cup a breast through a slinky halter top. Doing things in public, especially playing like this, has always been a fantasy slash fetish of mine. Until meeting Lilith and getting her stopwatch I've never been able to do anything like this. Not even with former girlfriends, since sadly none of them had a public fetish or kink too. I let out a slight groan of pleasure and desire as I caress and squeeze a wonderful breast. It's an extra thrill that I'm doing this right here on the sidewalk with lots of people around. Any minor lingering guilt and hesitation gets washed away by my lust and arousal as I get both hands on her to start kneading her chest. 
She has slightly larger than average breasts, and I can feel her nipples harden through her bra and thin top. With my hands on her breasts I think about what Lilla said and my own desire to give pleasure. I address the quartet of sexy women. All four of you love breast play. Getting played with and using your breasts to pleasure others will give you a lot of pleasure. Maybe you could even pleasure each other if you swing that way. That would be really sexy. I squeeze the pair I'm holding and add. MMM, being naughty and playing in public is so much fun. I realize I said that out loud. As long as it's safe to do so. Be careful and don't put yourself in danger just to play. Oh, and don't stay with abusive partners. Only stay with someone who gives you the respect and pleasure you definitely deserve. Stay safe and take care of yourselves and each other. I look around to see if anyone's watching, which of course nobody is. There are at least a dozen other people around though, giving me a thrill and getting my cock fully erect. I reach up to her neck and under her curly dark hair to unhook her halter top. After pulling it down I reach back to unhook her bra as well. Pulling the straps down also pulls the bra cups down to reveal her luscious breasts. She has full breasts, a C cup or maybe even a D, that look big on her slender frame. She has small little dark nipples on her smooth, medium brown skin. I lean forward to kiss and lick the young black woman's beautiful breasts. I love sucking on her soft flesh and her firm little nipples as I go back and forth between her breasts. Giving her breasts a final kiss I turn to her companion, a golden tan blonde wearing a similar halter top. Exposing her breasts reveals average-sized light brown nipples on slightly smaller breasts. They're no less wonderful though and I happily kiss and lick and suck on them too. The third woman has short brown hair and smallish B-cups under her tight satiny blouse. Her smaller breasts are capped with wide puffy pink nipples that plump up amazingly in my mouth when I suck on them. I give her puffy nipples lots of attention, going back and forth between them several times. The last woman is slightly larger than the other slender women, mainly because she has the wider hips and bust of a more typical hourglass figure. Under her blouse and bra the curvy Latin beauty has dark nipples and wide areola on her big breasts. Her golden brown skin and soft flesh feels wonderful as I give her lots of attention too. Sighing lustily I stare at them a long moment before pulling out my magical phone to take some pictures. With some more groping I get them all dressed again, at least as best as I can. The four of you will think the pleasure I gave you is great. If you orgasm now, try to be discreet. You'll fix your clothes like it's no big deal and continue your evening. I stand back and restart time. The four stumble slightly and stop as each woman moans to varying degrees. They get a few funny looks but I don't think anybody else notices they all just had orgasms on the sidewalk. It's kind of amazing and my arousal climbs a little higher. It's hard to resist having more fun and I give the same treatment to a few other women while I wait. A 40-ish year old brunette in business clothes going shopping. She has surprisingly sexy lace ribbon lingerie under her suit and piercings in both her pink nipples. I also have fun with a pair of 30-somethings in jeans and t-shirts. They have similar perky little breasts, one with small dark brown nipples and the other with thicker light brown nipples. I tell all of them the same things and get the double pleasure of playing with them, and then watching them all orgasm when I restart time. Even though I can have plenty of time by using the stopwatch I wait, and just people watch in normal time for a bit. I can feel my arousal growing every time I play in frozen time, and I don't want it to crank up too much before Crystal gets here. I want to be able to have a good conversation about things without potentially losing control. I have to check the timestamp of when Crystal texted me to figure out how much longer I have to wait. My sense of time is completely skewed since using the stopwatch. Only five minutes have passed in real time. I'm probably never going to have a normal idea of time again. 
After waiting about ten more minutes I see and hear something that I can't really ignore. A couple, she looks to be in her early forties and he looks to be early fifties, stop on the sidewalk near the exit to the parking garage. He's clearly kept himself in decent shape and looks like a well-off sales guy. Fake tan, short blonde hair, cheesy smile, and an obvious air of entitlement that matches his slacks and tight button-up shirt. He looks like who my roommate Brady wants to be. She's very attractive and wearing a flattering yellow summer dress that shows off her hourglass body, toned legs, and a moderate amount of her fairly large breasts. She's beautiful with long curly light brown hair and bright brown eyes but clearly unhappy about something. Following them is a tall slender young woman who is clearly related to the older woman but she looks to be maybe 20 years old. She's also conventionally beautiful with long straight blonde hair and green eyes. She has a short, pleated skirt and a tight spaghetti strap top showing off a lot of her impressive cleavage. She's almost as busted as the older woman who I'm assuming is her mother. My assumptions are confirmed when the young woman says, Mommy, can I have a bit more cash? Tiffany's mom gave her some for tonight, and I don't have any left this week. Even though she looks like she's twenty, she sounds like a fifteen-year-old. Now, sweetie, we already gave you your allowance for the week. Her mother replies with a sigh. You knew we were going out tonight. You need to be better about budgeting. From her measured tone, this seems like a very common argument. The young woman turns to the guy. Please, daddy. I don't want to be embarrassed in front of my friends. I'll be better next week, I promise. Please? I can't help but stare as she pleads shamelessly with her father. He gives her a smile. Okay, princess, just this once. He pulls out his wallet. Richard, I thought we talked about this. The woman starts saying. Jessica needs to. She trails off with a long-suffering sigh as her husband hands over several $20 bills to their daughter. It's clear this is not the first time this has happened, and it's also clear she's frustrated at her husband for a several obvious reasons. The daughter, Jessica, I guess, jumps up and gives her father a big hug. Thanks, Daddy. I love you. She looks straight at her mother and adds, You're the best, before literally sticking her tongue out at her mother. I quickly stop time. I can't believe how amazingly manipulative the young woman is being, or that her father lets her get away with it and basically encourages it by giving her cash. He's literally paying her to be a whiny spoiled brat. I would say it's almost unbelievable, but it's exactly the kind of thing some of my family would probably do if they could get away with it. I'm betting I know the answers, but I want to ask them a few things anyways. I walk over to them and say, Stay here and call me and honestly answer my questions fully until I'm done. You'll immediately forget the questions and answers in me after I say I'm done asking questions. Restarting time I start asking, Who's the most reasonable and responsible and financially sound-minded of your three? All of them say Melissa, the mother, for everything. Great, why don't you listen to her more? Richard simply says, because I'm the man of the house. Like that explains everything, which in a way it does. It definitely explains his dismissive attitude. Jessica answers, because I don't have to. I can usually get whatever I want through daddy or exploiting somebody else. Based on her answer I make an assumption. Jessica, how sexually active are you? And do you use your sexuality to get your way? I'm fairly active and have been for a few years. Jessica says, Yeah, I use what I have to get what I want. Lots of people will do things for sex or fooling around or even just the promise of it. I can usually get my way by just being sexy and imply I'll do something. It's a great way to exploit people. I passed a class last year by sleeping with a teacher and in two other classes I said would and then threatened those teachers' jobs unless they gave me a good grade. 
she seems proud of that. Wow, she's kind of a terrible person. Because I'm kind of sex-focused right now I make another assumption. I turn to the mother. Melissa, when you have sex with your husband how often do you orgasm? Maybe one time out of ten. She says. He has a big dick but all he does is slam into me until he comes and that's it. If I want an orgasm I usually have to go into the bathroom to finish myself when he passes out. Melissa is calm and honest but I can tell she's frustrated too. That's about what I expected and I would be frustrated too. Richard, are you cheating on your wife? I ask making another guess. Yeah, the piece right now it's a new girl at one of my dealerships. I gave her a raise and better job because she let me fuck her. That should keep her quiet and keep her putting out for me. Another correct assumption, and it really shows where his daughter learned her manipulation. Also the implication that this is his current affair. I'm betting he's cheated on his wife a lot. Melissa, do you work? I'm honestly curious about this. Yeah, I just got back into teaching. I started taking classes to renew my certifications and accreditations to be a college professor when Jessica went to university two years ago. I'm teaching biology in the fall. She seems proud of and excited about it. And wow, having a knockout like her as a college professor would fulfill and inspire a lot of fantasies. I'm about to ask more but I hear an odd rumbling whine as a car stutters while downshifting. I see a car with two different headlights, one square and one round. Pull into the parking lot and Crystal's multicolored junker drives up into the garage. Time to go. I'm done asking questions. I say right before stopping time again. I'm feeling pretty horny again and my qualms about using the stopwatch on people are almost non-existent with these three. I make the snap decision to have fun with them and get a nice release before talking to Crystal. I think for a few long moments before saying anything to the frozen family. First off, Melissa is in charge of the family and the household and the finances. Richard and Jessica, you follow her rules and guidelines. Melissa, be responsible and fair with everybody, including you. That should make some drastic changes in their house, hopefully for the better. Time for the sexy stuff. You'll all love breast play and will get lots of pleasure out of giving and receiving. That's a fun start for all three of them. I put my hand on the guy's shoulder. Richard, don't ever cheat on your wife again. When you have sex with your wife, make sure she is pleasured and satisfied. You can't orgasm during sex until after she does. I figure that combined with the general house rules should take care of him. Maybe he'll actually learn how his wife likes to be pleasured. And with both of them now loving breast play I'm sure they'll have plenty of orgasms together. I put my hand on the mother's shoulder. Melissa, take care of your family and be reasonable and responsible. Be firm but fair. See if you can guide them to be better people but make sure to take care of yourself too. That should hopefully take care of their home life. Oh, and fun. Definitely have fun, especially sexy fun. I look at her sexy curvy body in her flattering sundress and think about the fantasies she could inspire. Also continue your college career and become an amazing professor. Always dress and act as sexy and provocative as possible without getting into trouble. Be sexy and push boundaries but keep it professional and stay safe. That should make things interesting wherever she's teaching. I really want to have fun with her but I want to play with her daughter even more. The whole mother-slash-daughter fucking, and incest in general, is kind of a turn-off for me. Probably because of my terrible family. I wish I didn't have hand-ups about that because she is a really sexy woman. Finally turning to Jessica I move her away from her parents a few feet so I can get a good look at her. I also remember about Lilith's phone. I open the camera app and turn on the auto-record function again, propping it up against the wall about ten feet away and hoping it gets something good. 
I still haven't looked at whatever got in the bathroom earlier. While I think about what to say to her I slide the thin straps of her pastel pink top down her arms and unhook and remove her bra. She's left with her tight top bunched around her slim waist and her chest completely exposed. She has large full breasts on her tall slender body and a quick check of the bra in my hand says 30E. I drop her bra and cup her lovely big breasts. She has light, golden skin with no tan lines anywhere. Leaning down I kiss and lick one of her dark pink nipples and love how it firms up in my mouth. I quickly suck on the other one to feel the same from that one too. She has nice heavy breasts that still have their youthful firmness and perkiness. They feel great under my hands as I need them while alternating licking and sucking on them. After several minutes of playing with them I stand up again. I want to have more fun with her. I'll do that first before figuring out what to say to her before I unfreeze time. I flip her short pleated skirt up and tuck the white fabric into her bunched up top. She has sexy white lace panties that I admire before peeling them down her legs. I pull them off, leaving her white and cork wedge heeled sandals on. I drop the bit of fabric on her bra and stand up to appreciate this beauty. With her skirt and top bundled around her waist most of her body is completely exposed right here on the sidewalk. She has a smooth, hairless pussy and a very nicely shaped rear on top of her long legs. Damn, it's going to be really fun to play with you, I say as I caress her. You're going to love everything I do to your hot body. She has great genetics to start but it's clear that she puts a lot of time and effort into maintaining her looks. Despite her being kind of a terrible person I have to admit that she is basically model gorgeous. I can see how it would be easy for her to manipulate people by using her very high sex appeal. That gives me a great idea for her. I can turn that sex appeal and deliberate teasing around. I step close to her and cup a big breast with one hand and rub her pussy with the other. Jessica, you won't manipulate people or use your body to get your way anymore. Instead, you'll have frequent accidental wardrobe malfunctions whenever it's safe to do so. You'll do this subconsciously and not immediately realize you're flashing people. When you notice, you'll pass it off as if it's something minor, like you just showed a bra strap or something. That should be fun for a lot of people. Glancing over at her very attractive mother, I add, Jessica, keep yourself in great shape and take care of yourself. You'll enjoy being sexy and flaunting your hot body. I squeeze her breast and easily part her wet pussy lips with my fingers. Mmm, fuck yeah. You'll also get aroused when people see you flashing them. I add that last part without really thinking about it but it should be fun. I push a finger into her pussy as it rapidly flushes and gets even more wet from my stimulation while I keep squeezing her breast. MMM, and you'll typically wear clothes that can have frequent sexy malfunctions. You'll have a strong preference to go without underwear unless you have to for health or safety. Raising my voice to add, You and your family will accept that those things just happen to you and it's nothing to worry about. I look around at the parking lot and grocery store and add, You won't ever get in trouble with anyone for your wardrobe mishaps. I have no idea if that last thing will work but it's worth a shot. I push another finger into her tight, wet channel as I lean down to capture a nipple in my mouth again. That all ought to switch her over from manipulative jerk to fun exhibitionist. If she was going to tease people anyway she might as well titillate everyone too. Or at least anybody attracted to boobs and traditional feminine beauty. While Jessica might not give as much direct pleasure, I'm guessing Lilith would approve of the many public displays she's sure to give. With that done I recognize that I'm really horny and really hard. I'm definitely going to have some sexy fun before going back to normal time and meeting Crystal. Sucking hard on a firm nipple I know just how I want to start. Or I guess continue since I already have her mostly naked and I'm fingering her while enjoying her bare breasts. 
Right there in public I stripped my new clothes off and piled them on top of her bra and panties. Now naked except for my shoes I step up to the busty young woman with my hard cock leading the way. I quickly pose her, almost like a doll, until she's squatting with her back arched. It's basically the same sexy position that put her breasts at waist height for me I've used on other women. With lusty anticipation I grab both of her big beautiful breasts and push my hips forward. I love the feeling of my cock sliding against her smooth skin. It's a thrill I hope I never get tired of. Pressing her large breasts together around my shaft I start to slowly rock my hips back and forth. Savoring the sensation of a new wonderful pair of breasts I try to take it slow at first. That only lasts a few strokes before I pick up the speed. I love the feeling of her heavy flesh bouncing and jiggling against me as I hold her mounds against me. Every time I basically bottom out and bump my balls against her stomach I feel the shockwaves through my hands and my cock. It also makes her breasts shake and her nipples gyrate as I fuck her chest. I get even more of a thrill knowing we're out in the open with at least a dozen people around. She feels and looks so good I can feel myself getting close after only a few minutes of fun. I don't want to stop just yet but I don't want to make a mess on her either. My pleasure-filled brain comes up with a good solution. When I'm about to blow I pull my cock out from between her fantastic big breasts and quickly get her standing up. Turning my body sideways slightly I lean down to suck at one of her breasts while finishing myself off. I shoot my load off the sidewalk onto the parking lot while groaning and moaning against her time-frozen chest. Breathing hard I lean against her soft pillows as I catch my breath and recover. After a few long moments I stand up and look at Jessica. Because I pulled her up from squatting her back is still arched some, sticking her lovely rear out in a very enticing pose. It kind of looks like she's bending over slightly, presenting her sexy backside. Giving her breasts another squeeze before letting go I slowly walk behind Jessica, taking in her sexy body. Tall, leggy, busted, and in a pin-up style position to show off everything. From behind I can see that she is not just wet, her pussy is literally dripping. Her inner thighs have a slight sheen of liquid arousal, and I can see her pink lips flushed open like they're just waiting for something to be shoved between them. I step behind her, thinking I'll maybe spoon her and feel her breasts. My cock and libido has another idea. The moment my tip touches her rear I automatically thrust my hips forward, sliding my shaft between her dripping wet lips. With a lusty groan I grab her hips and thrust back and forth a few times, dragging my cock against her nethers. Squatting slightly and pulling her legs straight upright I thrust forward again. I moan in pleasure as my cock pushes past her entrance and her tight inner walls welcome me inside. Kind of like with the breasts, her pussy is incredibly tight but doesn't really move or respond. Except to get even more wet as I penetrate her. Again I try to start slow but I'm soon fucking her hard and fast. I use her slim hips as leverage to slam into her repeatedly, almost like she's an amazing sex doll. I can feel myself getting close again but I still don't want to make a mess yet. It's difficult but I manage to stop thrusting temporarily. Instead I bury my throbbing cock as deep inside her pussy as I can go and hold her there against me. This is an amazing experience but I kind of want to feel her pussy more right now. I love fucking her like this but I also love feeling a pussy contract and spasm around me. Remembering how breasts move normally or stay frozen in time depending on if my hands are on them I reach around her waist and slide my hand down to her pussy. I'm guessing, and hoping, that something similar will happen with her pussy. I can feel her engorged little clit and her lips stretched around my shaft. When I press against the top of her mound her pussy suddenly seems to come to life. It twitches and spasms and rhythmically contracts around me like she's having a powerful orgasm. 
with me being so close anyways the sudden sensation pushes me over the edge. I hold her firmly against me with both hands pulling her tight as I grunt and moan through another orgasm. That seems to spark her to even more pleasure. Jessica's pussy and inner walls tighten even more, like she's trying to milk me for all I'm worth and prolong my orgasm. I was trying not to come in her right now but that plan is dashed with fantastic pleasure. Holding onto her tight I stand there for a while, savoring both of our aftershocks. Soon enough I'm rock hard again and still buried to the hilt inside her. I'm honestly mostly sated but I want to try something. Besides, I get the feeling that I'm always going to be ready for more sexy times. Wondering if the hands thing works for her pussy just like with breasts I remove my hand and her pussy goes back to the tight. Sex toy sleeve. I grab her hand and guide it down to her crotch where I press it against both of us. Her pussy twitches and calms back to life. It stays that way even when I move my hand away. It is just like with the breasts. If my hands or hands I place there are on a body part it seems to move like normal. Leaving her hand at our joining I slide both hands up to cup her wonderful breasts. They had been sticking out prominently while I fucked her from behind and now they shake and jiggle heavily in my hands. Feeling her pussy and breasts like this in frozen time is amazing. Pulling her chest up and back towards me I can see her breasts a little better while changing the angle my cock hits inside her. Using her big breasts to hold her against me I start fucking her in long, deep strokes. I can really feel her body and her breasts shake against me as I feel her tight pussy twitch and spasm against my shaft. I find a rhythm that seems to make her pussy grip me tighter and I pound her steadily like that. It feels great for me too and I'm thoroughly enjoying feeling her sexy body against me. I must have found the sweet spot with her because after only another few minutes her inner walls progressively twitch more and harder against me until finally she clamps down on me tight. It's clear that she just had another orgasm, and a pretty strong one too. Her tightening pussy and her shaking breasts in my hand while we're standing in public like this is all too much for me and I have shoot another load too. I slam into her and hold her close while I start pumping my seed deep inside her, which seems to trigger an even stronger reaction from her. She gets even tighter and I feel her strong contractions ripple along my cock as I grip her breasts tight. We stay wonderfully joined like that until her pussy stops milking my cock. With a low moan I slowly pull out of her. There are minor little twitches from both of us since I'm already hard again. She has a little trail of liquid dribbling down her legs and when my cock head pops free our combined fluids splatter thickly on the ground. It's more of a mess than I expected but that was completely worth it. Looking around for something to clean up with I realize there's all I need in the grocery store. With shaky legs at first I leave the scene and grab some bottled water, paper towels, and even some disposable gloves from customer service. I'm back to the sloppy young woman quickly. Before I clean her up I stop and admire her sexy body again. She's still in a very suggestive pose and I give each breast another long kiss before cleaning up. Donning the gloves I make short work of cleaning up myself first, and then the beauty next to me. I clean up her legs and nethers easily but I'm honestly not sure how much is going to start leaking out once time starts again. It seems like with her hand still pressing on her mound that most of it dribbled out. It's kind of a surreal but weirdly sexy experience cleaning her up like this. I pick her up and move her to the side and use the rest of the water to wash away any of the obvious signs of sex. Now it just looks like somebody dropped a drink or something. I get dressed before turning to decide what to do with Jessica's clothes. Straightening her out I get her in a normal standing position. I flip her short white pleated skirt back down and pull her spaghetti strap tank top back into place without her bra. I caress and bounce her breasts a few times before slowly removing my hands to allow them to settle more naturally. 
It's clear her large breasts are braless under the thin, pale pink material. Her erect nipples are very obviously tenting her top just below the low-cut neckline. It's not going to take much for her dake pinkarilla to be seen or her nipples to pop free. I don't know where they're going though so I decide to say something else. Jessica will listen to and follow Melissa's advice about what to wear. Melissa, you'll advise and encourage Jessica to wear the sexiest clothes you deem safe and appropriate. Preferably clothes that make it easy to accidentally flash people. You'll all accept this as a normal part of life. They should take care of that. Oh, you should get Jessica some half bras or demi bras or shelf bras. Whatever they're called, the bras that give support but leave them partially or mostly uncovered. Something to support her beautiful breasts and help keep them perkier for longer. Maybe sheer or lace bras too. Those would all be sexy. I gaze hungrily at her chest. Not all the time though. Braless is very sexy too. I give them another squeeze and gently tweak her nipples. Ooh, your nipples need very little stimulation to get nice and firm. It'll be sexier to show them off most of the time. I end with what I think will be my usual thing of telling them to exchange contact info with me. Be okay talking to me about anything and to think doing anything sexual with me is great and desirable. I exclude Richard from the last part but tell him he'd be happy for me to do anything with the women in his family and to not stay with abusers and contact me if they ever need help with abusive people. It's partly selfish but partly wanting them to be safe and not come to serious harm because of me. Thinking of that last part one also tell them to always take care of themselves, take care of each other, and stay safe. I know it's kind of generic and broad but specifics might not work here. Of course something broad like this might not either. At least I'm trying something. Picking up my phone I give one more loud command that Jessica having an orgasm right now is nothing to worry about. People should feel free to watch if it interests them. Otherwise simply ignore it. Starting time again the young woman moans loudly and I have to catch her when her legs give out from all the pleasure that hits all at once. I get the lovely experience of holding her close with her big breasts pressed against me as she shakes and shudders. Glancing around some people are ignoring the sight but more are watching intently. It's thrilling knowing people are getting turned on by what I've done here. It's also thrilling holding an orgasming woman in public. I'm tempted to do it all over again right now but Crystal is already in the parking garage. Once her orgasm subsides I help Jessica stand up, getting an up-close view of a nipple that popped free. It takes a few seconds for her to notice my gaze on her partially bare chest and a few more before she fixes her top. Nobody really seems to care that much, like it happens all the time. My cock twitches knowing it will definitely happen a lot from now on. I quickly get their info and for the parents I get headshots automatically added on the phone again. For Jessica I get a headshot and a topless picture that really shows off her fantastic breasts. It's her with her back arched putting them on full display. Once that's done Jessica picks up her bra and panties, flashing me her rear and a peek of her glistening pussy in the process, and holds them up to her mother. Mommy, should I put these back on? Or should I just go like this? She looks down at her barely contained breasts. Hmm, good question, sweetie. Melissa says as she gives her skimply attired daughter what a quick appraisal. This is Cherry Creek and we're going to what should be a fairly safe place so I think you should stick with what you're wearing. Nice choice, sweetie. You look great. Thank you, mommy. She jumps a little and her breasts bounce heavily, threatening to free themselves. I'll just run and put these in the car. She grabs the keys from Richard. I'll be right back. She turns with a flourish that half-moons me in the parking lot and runs back into the garage. I watch her before excusing myself and waiting a few steps away. 
the married couple starts chatting and Richard actually seems to be listening to his wife now instead of acting like she didn't have anything useful to say. They already seem more like partners instead of an overbearing husband and a tired, ignored wife. I hope their relationship gets a lot better now. A few moments later a petite gothy, punky woman exits the garage. She has her shorter black hair styled in asymmetric messy chunks. Her pale face has fun bold makeup with bright metallic blue eyeshadow that highlights her blue eyes. A plain black tank top and black denim shorts cover her very ripped fishnet tights and long sleeve mesh shirt. Big chunky black boots round out her image. Crystal! I call and wave her over. I'm surprisingly happy to see her. Not just in my new sex-obsessed way. I'm genuinely happy for her to be here. I think she became a lot better friend over the past few months than I realized. She stares at me in shock while rubbing her arm a moment before walking over. Although stomping over might be more accurate. The fuck are you wearing? Those clothes are not cheap. She pauses. They do look kind of good on you. Your shoes don't match though. She's still rubbing her arm as she joins me. I always seem to forget how small she is. I'm about six feet tall and even with her boots the top of her head barely reaches above my chin. She has lean limbs, a slim frame with narrow shoulders and hips, and a toned body. While she probably has about C-cup breasts they seem bigger than normal on her tiny frame. She's one of those people who have a big personality in a small package. Um, that's part of the story I want to tell you. I point at her arm. You okay? It better be a good story buddy because I'm really confused right now. She stops rubbing her arm. Um, yeah I'm fine. I just am, kind of walked into a parked car. She glares at me when I laugh. Hey, you would have too. Some chick runs by carrying a bra and I think some panties with one of her big tits bouncing out in the open and the other trying to join. Then she puts her things into a big old suvy by bending over and flashing me her ass. And let me tell you, she didn't have anything on under her skirt. You would have run into a car too. I start laughing harder. What? You don't believe me? She demands, punching me in the arm. I'm serious. I wouldn't make that shit up. Holding my hands up to placate her and fend off another punch I laugh more. Oh, I believe you. Was it her? I point to Jessica rejoining her parents. We both stare as Melissa points to her daughter's chest with a casual gesture like she's done it a thousand times. Jessica looks at her still bare breast and pulls her top down to completely expose both her breasts before pulling the neckline back up and in place again. Crystal stares and nods. Holy shit! Did you see that? She says, still watching as the family starts walking away. I can't help but laugh more at her hungry expression. Even though we never talked about it I got the distinct impression she was interested in women, and this confirms that. Crystal looks at me, my new clothes, my knowing smile, and back at Jessica disappearing around the corner with a twirl of her skirt that half-moons us. Crystal rounds on me. Okay, WTF Ben. Spill. What the fuck is going on, and what do you know? Okay. I can explain. It'll sound weird though. I warn her. Ben, some hot babe just ran through a parking garage with her boob out. Flashed me her butt and twat. Ran back to join her, I dunno, seemed like parents maybe, with her boob still out. Fixed it, and I'm using serious air quotes here, fixed it by flashing her boobs to the whole parking lot. Then she just waltzes off like that's normal before flashing her butt again. She's dramatically waving her hands with every point she makes. And stop laughing. She stomps a big boot and glares at me a long moment before cracking up herself. Okay. That's all pretty wacky and I'm probably being funny right now. Seriously, 
What's going on and how are you involved? Um, I am involved. I trail off mulling things over. Do you want the more detailed explanation or the short version? Straight to the point, she says immediately. I take a deep breath. I can probably fix things with the stopwatch if she has a bad reaction, as much as I don't want to have to do that. Um, well, I can kind of stop time. And people will kind of do whatever I tell them when time is, um, frozen. Sort of mind control. I guess. I trail off realizing how ridiculous it sounds. What? Crystal looks surprised. Whatever she was expecting this was not it. I can tell from her expression she's processing things so I keep quiet and wait. She looks at me before looking at the garage and then behind her to where Jessica flashed everybody. Did you mess with that chick and make her flash me? She asks, still obviously thinking things through. Wait, she didn't flash just me. Did you make her flash everybody? Wait. She didn't try to flash me in the garage. Did you make her flash anybody she sees? No, it wasn't deliberate. Everybody. Clothes. Didn't care. Did you make her just, like, randomly flash people? And not really notice? Or care? She usually figures things out pretty quickly, and this is no exception. Nothing else really makes and that fits with your story of having mind control powers. Um, yes. I mutter. I call bullshit. She says firmly. I don't know how you got her to do that, but wacky magic time stopping mind control powers are total bullshit. It's not bullshit. I protest. Seriously, it's true. Look, dude, as cool as that would be, magic isn't real. She crosses her arms grumpily. I wish it was, but it isn't. I didn't believe it either until I got the, um, powers. Yesterday. Today. Whenever. I think technically it was today, even though I feel like I've had several days of fun. Yeah? Fine. Crystal says, obviously not believing me. Make her flash her boobs at us. She points at a random woman in jeans and a t-shirt heading into the grocery store. If some random person will. I pull out the stopwatch and realize that it's clear Crystal doesn't notice it in my hand. I freeze time, tell the woman to flash us and for nobody else to care, and resume time standing next to Crystal. She resumes talking like nothing happened. Randomly flash her boobs. Holy fuck she just showed us her tits. Crystal grabs my arm excitedly. Okay, I'm starting to get convinced. Make that guy Munas. Using the stopwatch I have a middle-aged dad Munas. Fuck. You really can do all that. Wait, can you move things when you stop time? I nod. Hot damn. Can you take that chick's bra and have her come get it back from us? She points to a woman in yoga pants and a loose crop top. Stopping time again I go to the woman Crystal pointed at. She's a very fit brunette, average height, and maybe in her early thirties. It's hard to tell how busted she is with the loose shirt but her skin-tight black pants show off her toned legs and butt. Lifting the shirt up reveals a nice but fairly plain and functional black sports bra that matches her bottoms. I almost start pulling her shirt off when I notice it has a zipper on the front. Grinning I pull the tab down, using both hands to finish, until the two have separate. She has sexy smaller breasts with thick pink nipples. Bending over slightly I lick a little nub before opening my mouth wide to suck on her breast. I give the other breast the same attention, getting both nipples nice and firm. I resist the ever-present temptation to play more and remove her bra with only a little extra fondling. I get her shirt back in place, the loose thin fabric making it clear that she's braless with her firm nipples showing through. I give her some instructions before taking her bra back to Crystal and restarting time. Crystal is shocked when I suddenly hand her a bra I didn't have before.
She's about to say something but I quickly grab her arm and pull her into the garage. Follow me. I'm pretty sure you'll like this. I hope. She allows herself to be lead into the garage and between a pair of SUVs near the door. Despite seeing people flash and moon her, she seems stunned to be holding the still warm bra of some random woman. She keeps looking back and forth between me and the undergarment, trying to figure out what to say. She's uncharacteristically speechless as I keep an eye on the door. I see the athletic brunette enter the garage and wave her over. Crystal stares as the obviously braless stranger joins us between the tall vehicles, mostly hidden from view. Could you please give me my bra back? She asks politely. Crystal's brain seems to be locking up and she wordlessly holds the bra out. The newcomer shakes her head. Oh, I can't just take it from you. You need to give it to me. What? Crystal blurts out, staring at the woman's chest. Here, I'll help. The brunette pulls her loose shirt up and off, fully exposing her perky breasts to us. Crystal keeps staring in disbelief at the now topless woman. Can you give me my bra back, please? You'll have to put it on me. What? Crystal blurts out again. She finally looks at me with wide eyes. You can do shit like this? Holy fuck! She turns back to the patiently waiting woman with the bare breasts. Um, so you want me to put your bra on? Yes, please. She answers. And feel free to touch me too. I love having my breasts played with. I gave her some specific instructions in addition to the usual love of breast play I'm probably going to give everyone. Crystal is hesitant at first, like she's not sure what to do. She manages to get the bra on both shoulders while the brunette stands there and allows herself to be moved around and posed. She stands there holding both sides of the bra while staring at the breasts she's about to cover. She jumps slightly when the brunette speaks up. Don't you like my breasts? She pouts slightly. You haven't played with them at all and I love having them played with. Don't you want to play with them? Crystal seems like she still doesn't know what to do so I get behind the woman and run my hands up her toned stomach to cup her smallish breasts. Ugh, yeah that feels good. I gently pull her thick nipples and shake her smallish breasts before holding my hands under them, offering them to Crystal. My pale, punky friend stares a long moment before leaning forward to kiss a small breast. That hesitant kiss rapidly turns into serious licking and sucking as she takes over from me. I drop my hands to the liquor-covered hips and pull her firm, toned rear against me. My hard cock presses between her cheeks as Crystal firmly kneads and pulls and sucks on the beautiful pair of small breasts in front of her. The woman starts quietly moaning as she presses herself back against me firmly while leaning forward slightly to encourage the attention at her chest. It seems Crystal's initial hesitation is rapidly replaced by enthusiastic playing. I get the feeling my coworker turned friend turned possible sex confidant might like breasts almost as much as me. It only takes a few minutes for the athletic woman's moans to suddenly shift as she orgasms almost entirely from Crystal's attentions. I'm really tempted to join in and do more but I want to honestly tell Crystal she got the woman off from breast play alone. The woman grinding her rear against my crotch probably helped a little but not that much. Unbeknownst to Crystal I had to stop time a couple of times to tell people walking by to ignore the scene. I didn't want her to be interrupted once she started. I know there are lots of ways I could convince her of my supernatural powers but this is definitely one of the more fun and sexy ways to do it. From the moaning sound she's making, Crystal is getting really turned on too as she firmly squeezes and sucks on the brunette's breasts through her orgasm. Once the woman's shaking subsides Crystal stands up to look between my grinning face and the small breasts tinged slightly red from the somewhat forceful playing. Mmm, that felt amazing. The brunette sighs happily. Thank you. She smiles at Crystal dreamily in her post-orgasmic high. 
Can you fix my bra now so I can get back to shopping? Unless you want to play with my breasts more. If you do, though, maybe a little gentler this time. They're a lot more sensitive and a little sore now. Crystal seems shocked again, and she stares between me and the bare breasts in front of her again. This was, uh, great, but I should let you, um, get going. Crystal stammers slightly. She kisses the breasts in front of her again before pulling the bra closed and zipping it up. The brunette thanks both of us for a fun time and pulls out her phone to exchange information with me. Again, she has profile pictures automatically added, a nice shot of her face and a shot of my hands holding her breasts up on display. There's also a close-up of Crystal's tongue licking a nipple. She waves goodbye while pulling her shirt back on before exiting the garage, presumably to go grocery shopping. Crystal watches everything in silence until the brunette is gone. She rounds on me with barely contained excitement. Hot fucking damn! That was easily one of the sexiest things I've ever done. I just sucked her tits until she came. I've never had a woman do that before, and I've tried. Right here in a parking garage. It's so awesome and sexy and naughty and, and... I notice she's squirming a little, rubbing her ripped fishnet-clad thighs together. Ugh, I've never wanted to finger myself in public more than right now, and that's saying something. She realizes what she just said and her pale face blushes slightly. Okay, what the fuck happened? How did you get this power? What can you do? Spill. A thought suddenly hits her. Oh shit. Did you play with that hot blonde babe? The one who was flashing her big boobs at everybody. She sees something in my reaction. Fuck. You totally did, didn't you? She moans with obvious arousal. How did you fuck her? Bent over? Against a wall? On a car? Oh, please tell me you fucked her big tits. I must have smiled more at her questions. You did. MMM, I want to see that. You have let me see you do that. That would be so fucking hot. I'd love to watch you play with somebody. Then you play with me. Then we play with the hottie together. That would be so fucking sexy. She's pressing a hand against the front of her tight shorts as her other hand drifts up to squeeze her own breast. She suddenly stops and stares at me. Oh shit. I just said that out loud, didn't I? I don't know if it's Lilith's influence, recent experiences, or my seeing Crystal in a different light but I respond with far less awkwardness than I would have in the past. Um, yes. Yes, you did. Crystal slowly moves her hands to her sides and waits to see how I'll respond. Want to go out for ice cream? I ask her. What? She says blankly. Ice cream. I repeat. Want to get ice cream together? There's a place nearby we could walk to. Whatever she was expecting this wasn't it. What? Ice cream? After what just happened you say ice cream? Ice cream is a good early date, right? I ask her. My treat. We can talk about my stuff, what just happened, and what you just said over Sundays. Sound good? Crystal's eyes light up and she goes from nervous trepidation to nervous excitement. She takes me by surprise when she springs forward, grabs my face, and pulls me down for a quick passionate kiss. Wow. We both say together before laughing at each other. Ice cream date sounds nice. She steps back but keeps holding my hand. Since you know where it is, lead the way. She shivers with excitement. Uh, I bet there's going to be hotties in there to play with. Let's go. We leave the parking garage hand in hand and I turn towards the fancy ice cream place I saw earlier. I can't believe how well things went with Crystal. I look down at her and realize I'm very lucky she texted me tonight. 
Not only do I have somebody to talk to about this, but she seems to want to be an enthusiastic participant in the sexy fun times. And maybe date me? We'll have to figure that out, but first we're going to get some ice cream. Continue in the next part.